was a bit before Christmas and all through the land, children gathered round podcasts with mittens in hand. The foot lady's stockings were thrown in the fire, for stockings were something she did not desire. What movie was chosen? Santa asked with a grin. I just can't wait until Matt's turn to spin. The Shanley was seated and barely awake, while the boys finished eating their pre-podcast cake. The listeners all joyfully let out a squeal, for at last it is time for the... What's this called? Do we even have a name? Man, I'm gonna miss that. We can do that year round if you want. We will do it year round. What if we just made it the um, holiday named weekly watch wheel mm. uh, all year? Yeah, we just do, you know. I'm sure eventually we'll come up with a good title, right? To the hosts, to whom for Christmas doesn't come once a year. But every minute of every day, the hosts who've had their tonsils removed twice. Right? Yes. Oh, you know what? Shout out to Dice. Dice gave me a good one. He said, it's be spinning to look a lot like Wilmus. That's pretty good. Isn't that good? Thanks, Dice. He's so hip hop. He is. Yeah. He's spinning, brother. He's spinning. Right? Hell yeah. Hey, everybody. You're tuning into uh, the final holiday special of the weekly watch wheel, where we'll watch a movie. And to be clear, it's the final holiday one of Cheer this Meister. year, not the final one of all time. Yeah, for 2021, it will continue. It shall. I'm already thinking of. If we should bring back these theme songs next year or if we need to do it again. I don't know. We put a lot of time into these. I'm not looking forward to doing it again. I think that by next year, we'll be ready to start fresh. Nice. Well, my name is Matt, and I'm here with my good friend James. We call him Jimmy. What's up, Jimmy? Who calls me Jimmy? I call you Jimmy. Okay, we don't call me that. We do. do. Nuh-uh. Yeah. I do. I've never heard either of you call me that. Rudolph the Red Nose goes. I don't even know All where of us nose goes. Going. It doesn't matter. It was it festive. Doesn't even fit. The nose? Yeah. How are you doing, Jimmy? Um, I'm doing great. <laughs> Why did you put your hand in your hips when you did that? I don't know. It seemed appropriate. You look very sassy. Are you I'm feeling, feeling sassy? sassy. You? Yeah. Okay. That's good. Can you give us some street sass? It's racist. You know I can. <laughs> so we're actually recording this on Christmas Eve. Ooh. This is like a legit Christmas special. I know. It's it is and it's Christmas special. It is. <laughs> your Christmas special. I am. And your Christmas special. Yay. <laughs> we're all Christmas special in 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 our, in our own way. We are when it's Christmas. <laughs> How is your Christmas going, Jimmy? It's great. I'm currently playing uh, my first Christmas present from my Maja. Not ever, but for this season. I'm trying to get to a save point. Yeah, we can hear the joysticks on that. You <laughs> can. Yes, you can. Well, the listeners love it. They do. It adds authenticity. It is. It's not just here, Jim. Wait. It's not here. <laughs> it's not there. It's not here. It's in the North Pole mm. and in our hearts. And, in and the Crystal Palace. Mm. Oh, jeez. You know Santa's Crystal Palace that we all know about? There's three palaces. Which one does he live in? 
Anyway, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. It's not just you and me, Jimmy. We have a Shanley. Merry Christmas, Shanley. Merry Christmas. Yes. How are you doing today? Good. I did like nothing, but then also, I don't know. Like I've been like doing things all day. Yeah, you're Very in this cool. weird place where you're constantly like, oh, I just forgot that we're supposed to be doing this thing, but it's always random weird stuff. Well, I'm, like dishes and laundry. I don't know, and man. You spent a lot of time today putting different Christmas outfits on our baby. Uh, yeah, I had to wrestle good. our son into different cute holiday outfits to try to take cute pictures in front of the tree because I am a basic bee. And hey. Mm-hmm. That rhymed, though. Yep. So, yeah, it, it was great. He's sleeping right now, and I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that, that lasts. Nice. How was your day, Matt? Oh, hey! Hey! How was your day? What a Christmas gift to be asked. Uh, I had a great day. I did some fun shopping. Like, I, uh, there were some stocking stuffers that I wanted to get from my hosts and friends, Jimmy and Shanley, and I was able to go pick those up today. And then I bought myself some cool things. I bought myself a really sweet hoodie, and then I bought myself uh, a nano gauntlet from Marvel Legends. I, I know that we've all been eyeing the release of that, but as we all know, it was released in November, and I was telling myself all year that uh, I was going to get myself it for Christmas, and so I did! And then I did really fun grocery shopping, and while we're recording tonight, we're definitely going to be eating, so... Uh, Do you mean a nauntlet? Nano gauntlet? You put yeah. it together in a nauntlet? Uh-huh. Sure. That's what they call it, right? Yeah, everyone calls it that. There's a Christmas miracle. You need to elaborate on your journey to get the nauntlet. So, I was at the mall because I needed to get myself a hoodie, like I said. And while I was there, I... Was it going down? Yeah, if you meet me at the mall, Mm. it's going down. Anywhere... (laughs) It's guaranteed to go down. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a loose episode. I'm barely going to edit this, because otherwise I'm going to be wasting my Christmas Eve edit- editing it. I wanted to make a joke about someone else being guaranteed to go down, but then I realized that this is a holiday episode, so holiday. we'll keep it clean. Keep it clean. Get it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like oral sex. <laughs> Thanks. You can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> you cut that out. <laughs> the apartment tried to bleep me. Yeah. <laughs> The pizza rolls and the uh, tater tots were coming on the done assist. or is that preheated? No, they're just about done. I'm going to leave them in a little bit longer to get crispy. Then I'm going to throw cheese on the tots. Nice. Heck yeah. But what about the... Are they all in? Where They're all in, baby. Are they one tray? Yeah. So oh. I'm going to separate... I'm gonna, no, but because the uh, the tater tots are on, one of the, on the Gotham City for the tater tots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm going to take him out of the city for the tater, tater, tater. T- yeah. Let's say tato. <laughs> That's better. Like, you I don't know if it that. is. I, I feel like is. tater was better. I, feel I like, like tato. Tato, tato. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. From the top. <laughs> you have to cue me. Yeah. So I, I put the uh, tater tots in that uh, Gotham City basket thing for the tater tots. Gotham City for the tato tato. It is funnier. <laughs> it is funnier though. <laughs> so once uh, we let them crisp up a little bit, I'm going to move them over into a different yeah, tin. My concern is cheese. that we don't want to leave the pizza rolls in. We're not going to. We're going to pull it those just out. Just beeped. Baby. You want me to pull them out now? 
Didn't it wasn't that the timer? It was. What did? Why don't you set timers for the time you desire them to be in for? I do, but I kind of wanted to leave it a little bit longer to crisp up. So why didn't you set the timer for a little bit longer? No, I needed to know exactly when they were supposed to be done, so I get a sense. But you set the timer, so you could have just added two more minutes to the timer. Okay, we could have. We all could have done that, Jimmy. Why didn't you do it? You are the one who wants to oh, make. Oh, okay, junk so food. that's my fault. Anyway, so I got the hoodie and I went into one of those pop-up shops, you know, where they go into like a, a store space in the mall that's been closed down and in disgrace, and then they do like a this is a Go City calendar store. I went to one of those and they were selling the Nano Gauntlet for one seventy, which we all know is overpriced. So I went online and I found that one was available in the Target in Renton. And I had just left the Target and South Center, and I went all the way back up north to Capitol Hill to do something for work. But then I decided to drive all the way back to the Target in Renton to get the Nano Gauntlet. And I went on the shelves, couldn't find it. It was like jingle all the way. And then I uh, showed them on my phone. I said, hey, online it says you guys have this item here. And we said, no, we're out of Nano Gauntlets. Wait a minute, I'll go check. And he went in the back. And he came out with it, and I freaking bought it. And I've been snapping all over the place. I've been snappy as hell. And did you mention the price? Because I know you oh, said. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Target sells it for one thirty, but it was on sale for a flat one hundred. Boom, did baby! Did you say what those bastards at the mall tried to charge you? Yeah, one seventy. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if people, like kids that grow up in. Capitol Hill um, that are like hood like we were growing up I wonder if they try to call it like Capitol Kill or something like that because you you kind of put a kuh on it when you said Capitol Hill <laughs> earlier kuh and it was oh hey yeah that seems like some stupid crap they would have done during the hyphy movement go ahead keep it rolling I'm putting cheese on the tots on the Tato's? Tato's? Go ahead, guys, banter. Why don't you guys introduce what movie we watched? So, it was my spin last week. I spun um, Unknown Christmas Movie. And from that, I chose the ever-popular Santa Claus vs. the Devil. From 1959? So, that was... An adventure. A Mexican Christmas classic. Feliz Navidad! I know you guys have thoughts on this movie. Let me hear them. Tell us about the movie, and then we'll tell you what we think about it. So, Santa... Just a quick, uh... Quicker picker-upper, you know? Alright. Give us that bounty. So... Uh, we see Santa and lives in a castle in heaven. It's a palace. And, okay. And then we see a um, bunch of dancing devils. And I don't think it's in heaven. I think it's in the heavens. Okay. <laughs> so then uh, we see hell and there's a bunch of dancing devils. And Lucifer says, hey, go away all of you. Except for you, Old Pitch. And then he commands Old Pitch to go defeat Santa Claus. Matt gave me a look that he wants me to say, Old what? <laughs> Classic. 
She was annoyed until she found out it was something that you wanted to happen. You guys done? Right back at you. Uh, so Lucifer commands Old Pitch to defeat Santa Claus. Old what? By forcing kids to be evil, or else he'll be rigged over hot coals and forced he'll be to what eat. What over hot coals? <laughs> And forced to eat chocolate ice cream. So then it's just a bunch of shenanigans of old pitch tempting little kids to do bad things. And you know, I've heard it's fun to do bad stuff with your friends. Do you do bad stuff with your friends? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I agree. I concur. So yeah, I can't go into specifics because I feel like there's so much that we need to get into. On this, but do you think I get covered the basic sure, premise yeah. of the movie? The premise is the devil's trying to make kids do bad stuff, and Santa's trying to give out presents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to make his presence known, if you mm-hmm. will, mm-hmm. with his booming voice. He definitely has a booming voice. His bulging sacks. <laughs> his what? <laughs> uh, what what are your guys' initial responses to this movie? I loved it. It was great. <laughs> That's easy for you to say, Shanley. You only saw a fraction of it. I saw most of this movie. Yeah, most of it. That is a fraction. I will okay. say, um, for how much fun I think it's going to be talking about this movie... It was shockingly not fun watching it. I'll I'll agree with that. And Shanley, in Matt's defense, you did not even get close to watching the whole movie in one sitting. That's so even and that's if, what I'm trying to get. Even if at. you've seen all of the parts of the movie, no, it was pieced together. We you watched the beginning the first time we watched it. You watched the last ten minutes yesterday. You watched parts of the middle today. While that is I true, don't know I if watched you've seen all the whole of thing. the whole movie the first time, except for the last ten minutes. Are you sure? Yes. I so I think Matt and I were on the same different. page. No, no, no. So I think Matt and I were having the same uh, technique of vigorously taking notes as a way to keep ourselves awake. Yeah. I was noticing that a lot the first time round. Oh my god, are those your notes? Yes. <laughs> it looks like an essay on her. <laughs> it Do looks like, like an mean? essay. Which is fitting for the Mexican Christmas movie. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> she shaped hers to look like a homie doll. Yeah, uh-huh. that's exactly what it is. So I have a lot of notes because I was staying awake. Okay. Well, if I if I sound like I'm being bitter, it's because I'm being bitter. I had to watch the movie and then I fell asleep. What I thought was like ten minutes remaining, and then yesterday while we were gearing up to record. Uh, for our post-watch, I went back to find where it was when I started dozing off. And to my chagrin, there were 40 minutes still left of this movie. No and way. And so I sat and I watched it for I 40 minutes. I remember him falling asleep like halfway through. 
and was taking notes, like you said, Shanley. And while I was doing that, Jimmy sat down on the couch and then started the movie from the beginning. So I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting in our armchair next to our couch, watching the movie, watching the first half and the second half <laughs> overlapping each other. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, when I'm done with this, I'm not going to watch this movie with you. I, I cannot. And uh, and then today. You threw it back on. (laughs) As soon as I came home from shopping, the Uh movie was on again. And I knew it was on because I heard... (laughs) Which is really good. That was very good. Santa's voice in this movie. Terrible movie. You really have been picking them quite well lately, Shannon. I have. You know, I stand by it. I'm so happy I picked this movie. It, It was fun not to watch, but there were parts that I think were really fun. So... We could, we always get kind of caught up in what we should do. And I think for 2022, that is something that I would like to improve upon in, but our, not today. in our stuff. But yeah, today we're going to have to wing <laughs> it. <laughs> but what I would like to suggest for today is that the plot of this movie is kind of irrelevant. So I don't think chronological order is really necessary. Yeah. I really think exploring the lore and the world that this movie sets up is maybe the most appropriate direction to go in, in which to go. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm down for that. I just want to interject here while we're leaving the topic of how bad of a movie this was and how fun it's going to be to talk about. It sucks how uh, inversely relative... It is how good the podcast episode is in comparison to how good the movie is. Yeah. So as we saw last week, if you listened to that episode, I apologize because that episode sucked. And it's because we loved the movie. And one of our our most viewed episode is our Birdemic episode, and we hated that movie. And so the more we like the movie, the worse the episode is. And the less we like the movie, the better the episode is. And that sucks. But what a crappy you're existence. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. I have teed us up to have a great episode. Alright, yeah. Thanks Indeed. for that. A Christmas tea to Oh like a I get it. Like T E A. Like a Christmas tea, right? Christmas treated. You said Kissmas. You know what? I'm just yeah, talking is good. Mm-hmm. Good at that. Good at dat talking. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, pick a thing that you want to start talking about first, Shanley. We'll just we'll just jump into okay, it. Okay. Um, Matt's making a whole bunch of ruckus, so hold on a second. Yeah, but it's delicious ruckus. I I would eat delicious ruckus. Will you bring the ruckus? I and that's precisely what I'm doing right now. So yeah, I guess Shanley, you're right. You did bless us with a good topic to discuss tonight, but it sucked very bad. That movie was only an hour and a half long. It was. It felt like so much longer. What an eternity that hour and a half was. So you know what's crazy? What? Yesterday, Shanley and I started having this weird... Was it today? I don't know what time is anymore. (laughs) Um, Recently, Shanley and I were having a conversation about how school... Used to seem like it took so long. Yeah. And we have, like, in our parking garage, for the people listening, our building has some um, parking that's for retail that shares our building. And then there's also, like, residential parking. Right. And 
the parking garage has a two hour free parking uh, like window and then after that you pay and so we often pull into the uh, retail parking and go okay we have two hours to like go move the car and it seems like it's always the fastest two hours ever yeah like it feels like we've been inside for five minutes and all of a sudden we're rushing out because the parking is about to expire you're about to pay fifteen dollars yeah and so we were like dude like it's crazy how that happens and there was some other example we were talking about but it's like two hours is like nothing now what and we should have done is parked in the retail space and then watched this movie yes <laughs> it would have gone by faster <laughs> This stupid, stupid. Well, that was where I was going with it. Was just that it's interesting because now talking about this movie, I'm like, oh yeah, this had the opposite effect, where <laughs> time moves way slower suddenly with this. Well, I know we were all kind of like just waiting. I remember like we were try- really trying to talk about watching this movie, and I was waiting for that first time check to happen. Oh right, and that happened at nine minutes and fifty four seconds. <laughs> and bear in mind that the credits, the pre roll credits, were like five minutes long. So this was that was really like four minutes into the movie. Yeah, um, I remember the first time check. I believe it was me. Yep, and it was <laughs> it was as soon as the Santa. It opens with, like, an explanation of where we are. Ambulance. Whoa, Black Betty. Ambulance. It's a song. Don't know the one. You don't know it? Oh, it's a good song, dude. Okay, we'll do it another time. Stay focused here. Boy, are we focused right now. (laughs) So... The movie opens, and it's, like, the old-timey, like, credits cards, credit cards. Yeah. And then it's, like, a narrator, and he's like, oh, we're going to Santa's palace in outer space above the North Pole and the heavens. And then Santa's singing some song. And I wanted to figure that out today, but in the list of things I was trying to remind myself of, I couldn't get it. Do you have it? Because I think it was Silent Night. He's singing something and it's weird. And then he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm running late. I gotta go over to do something else. I'm in late." And I, you think it's okay? He's like late to go do Santa shit. You know, like he's got a oh, he's la la lying Silent Night. Yeah, but to who? Who is he doing that for? The viewers. He's very aware. And he goes very. He goes quite a while into that song. Okay, so you so again, five minutes of credits. Then he does that for a while. (laughs) Then he says, "Oh, I'm late," and he goes into a different part of the the palace, and it's he sits down at a piano and starts playing music. That we introduce all of the children who work in his workshop from around the world. And this goes on for... Hold on. Don't, 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 don't get... Let me... I didn't time it, so I want to know exactly how long it I do not have the time. Um, Either way, it felt like 15 minutes. This goes on as he lists one, two, three... Counting! (laughs) (laughs) This is why you're here! (laughs) As he lists 15 places around the world that children in his workshop came from. So he's singing a song, or he's playing a song on the piano. Children from 15 different places get introduced, 
then sing a song for a few refrains, and then he moves on to the next one. He does that for 15 different <laughs> places. And then as soon as that ended, I said, oh my God, how long has it been? <laughs> and minutes. it was nine minutes. So he, three different major things have happened in this nine-minute period. It and it felt like at least 20 minutes. <laughs> that part was insane. And did, did it upset you guys that like there was no consistency to the um like the boundaries that he was saying so the first one was helpers from africa which is an entire continent in my view and then he then he can proceeds to say mostly countries after that so i have the full list that's what i was counting i have the list i have the full list the first one after africa we should play play our game if you guys have it listed down we should hide our lists and see how many we can list. There's 15. Okay, okay yeah, there's okay. 15. I know all of them. All right. Wow. I can probably do Spanish and English. <laughs> okay. So you can do also, all of them. So um, I think I can do all of them. All right, then, Shanley, how about you and I together try to come up with the 15? Oh, man, okay. I... Oh, Wait, well, now it. this is a lot less fun. Well, you'll fill in what we No, yeah, because you, you're like... I'm the, not confident. I, I honestly feel like I have them written down, but what can I just name... Mm, five? This game sucks. Okay, what do you want to do then? I want to be involved. Okay. So. I think we should just pass it around. We oh, all just take turns. Okay. Yeah, me. Okay, good. Okay. Everyone name one, and I'll correct you when you're wrong. <laughs> all right, well, I said Africa. Okay. Shanley? Uh, I'll say Mexico. Uh-huh. Mexico. Um, then we have... It says Italia, (laughs) but it's Spain, Spain. (laughs) so it should have been España. So there's like a sign above his piano that changes for every country, just so you guys know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's it's in Oregon. Okay, so the first first one is Africa, which is Africa. (laughs) Yes. Then the second one is Italia, which is Spanish for Spain. (laughs) I and then from Shin, the last one was Mexico, okay. which is Mexico. Okay, so we're at three. Jim? Oh, you already three. said That was three, so we're back to you. Okay. It was uh, you, then Shailene, then me. Um, Germany. Uh-huh. Do you know what that is in Spanish? I do. Say Ale- it in Spanish. Alemania. Well, that was, I was like, Alemania? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what is? That's the way we feel when you get a good beer, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like beer. But why is joke. that? Why, why do they get to just completely change the name of the? Why do we? They, the it's Germans Deutschland, call it Deutschland, right? Yeah. yeah. But Germany to us and Alemania. <laughs> you turned it into a loveless character. <laughs> As, As do, do I, I Alemania. Alemania. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the Spanish word for aluminum. <laughs> it's pronounced aluminum. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Shanley, over to you. Uh, Inglaterra. In- mm-hmm. Nice. England. I should have let you do Germany. <laughs> that would have been fair. <laughs> okay, so was that five? Or a five? Jim? Um, I wanted to go in order, but that's not going to happen. I'm going to say uh, Caribe. Okay. The Caribbean. Very good. Okay. Uh, Central America. Which, by the way, good for the Caribbean. Like, this is some heavy hitters. Africa, <laughs> England, Germany, Mexico, and then the Caribbean. Yeah. What? And they had guns. They sure did. The yeah. children from the Caribbean had guns, <laughs> by the way. Okay, sorry. Uh, 
So I said Caribbean, what did you say, Matt? Central America. Central America, yeah. That, that is an entire region uh-huh. of a continent. Which <laughs> <laughs> is separate from the Caribbean and separate from Mexico. Yep. <laughs> this is a big representation for Guatemala, Honduras, oh. El Salvador. Mm. Love it. Shame me. Uh, Estados Unidos. Yeah, that's us. Nice. Yeah, that yeah. is a heavy hitter right there. That is us. Um, Sur America. <laughs> it's the entire continent of South America. Yep, South America. <laughs> okay. Which, but he does, he does point out, the narrator says, including children from Brazil and I think Peru. Very nice. Maybe mm-hmm. Argentina. I don't know. But he says a couple, so. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to finish early. Not that it's my last one. Hey, we all... It happens. Yeah. This is my favorite one. Even Russia. Well, <laughs> yeah, even Russia has a delegation, was what he says. <laughs> it's my favorite one. Uh-huh. It's not at the end. It's not like he's like bookending it with like a little bit of extra enthusiasm. It's midway through. He goes, hey, we even let the Russians come, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a saint this Santa is. Hilarious. That's uh, ten. That's ten. Yeah. Okay. So there's also, it's Halia. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Oh no, I, I just said that I, I just didn't mean like I was done. Uh, I thought I you just were meant done. I'm giving my favorite one early. Okay. Well, sorry, Shanley. You could take mine, or you could come up with your own. I'm gonna say France. Hell hey, yeah! There's my that's girl. Yours. Okay, so Italia makes hilariously gets mentioned way later in the song. Pops up with the same cue card, but it's actually Italy this time. That's right. Oh, uh, China. Mm-hmm. All right. 13. Oh, I think this is on there. Japan. That's uh-huh. there. Japan. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. Then, the Orient. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, this is a, it's a, it's a deeply <laughs> offensive portion of this movie and it keeps going uh-huh it, it was the film representation of oh it's geez, a how much world? longer is grandma gonna keep saying these things yeah and just, just get same places <laughs> yep. even russia <laughs> <laughs> so funny that the narrator says it like that <laughs> i think we had said on the selection episode sorry i didn't enjoy that pizza roll because i just swallowed it <sighs> I think we said in the selection episode... We have to make sacrifices. <laughs> ...that we thought that this movie might end up being accidentally racist, and then boom, right out the gate, 15 countries deeply offended. Okay, I'm going to be accidentally racist right now. Can Mexicans be accidentally racist? I feel like they just don't care. Like, I feel like most Mexicans I know are not bothered at being racist. Does that include me? No, because you're a uh, hybrid. Oh, okay. Is that accidentally racist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was like trying to vibe with this movie on a current level. I didn't want to just make fun of it because it was from the 50s. you know. But it was like double removed from us. Because this is not a Hollywood movie. This is a Mexico movie. Mm-hmm. And it, obviously it's not from current times. And so like I don't know how out of touch it is. Yeah. But it did make me feel... A little more comfortable that it wasn't an American movie. Like, okay. I, I think I think maybe because, like, even though I obviously have nothing to do with these movies that we watch, when it comes from, like, our country, I just feel like a sense of ownership over the guilt of it. 
and of course I am Mexican, but seeing this movie that comes from Mexico, I just didn't have to worry about that. I'm like, oh, they're doing, they're giving it a go. <laughs> That's the way I felt. Mm-hmm. Shanley, what do you think about Mexicans? Love them. That's a good answer. I thought I painted you into a corner there. <laughs> so, um, just some notes real quick. I want to run through this real, really fast. Do you guys have any notes from the actual song? No. Okay. So I took notes on that because it was very important to me today. Um, okay. First off, <clears throat> it's already weird that, like, Santa says he's late to so go play this song so the narrator can explain where all the children in the workshop came from in Earth. Right. Why is it a thing that, like, in other places that it's not elves who work for Santa, it's children? It's I like have no idea. I was wondering that myself. Children taken from Earth uh, <laughs> go to Santa's workshop, which isn't on Earth. It's not at the North Pole. It's off of the planet Earth. And then they work in his workshop, so it's just child labor. It's like there's no special circumstances here. It's no, These are just children who don't live with their families. <laughs> they came here and they work for me making toys for other children. Um, and Santa has to play this song. And the children are all sitting at tables with only their own cultural group, which is <laughs> yeah. a variety of specificity. Um, and and so they're separ- they're segregated, and then they go up and do these little performances that seem choreographed or like there's some kind of like planning that one plan yeah. yeah and um. Santa's giving really weird facial expressions. Yeah, he's doing like a gyrating to the children, thing. but he keeps like kind of like nodding his head at them and like making weird like oh faces. Like it's strange. And I don't want to take this too far, but he's not really playing the organ at all. He's kind of more groping at the keyboard. Sure, <laughs> there's okay. like a squeezing direction. Uh, yeah, that he's doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that guy's ever seen anyone play any instruments <laughs> before. But so, so we have Africa. Which was already just bold, <laughs> just right, right off the, the bat, just out the gate, bam, Africa, and they had like bones through their face, and they had face paint on, and maybe spears, and it was just like, okay, damn, like we're right in it. Yeah. Then Italia, but Spain, not yeah. Italia. <laughs> then China, then Inglaterra, and the English children were the first one where I could tell what they were singing. Okay. Uh, and yeah. they were singing London Bridge is Falling Down, which was like, okay, sure. <laughs> um, surprising in a Christmas movie. I thought it'd be like they're all singing Christmas songs from their place or something. But no, they went with London Bridge is Falling Down. Then Japan, the Orient, and the narrator says, talented children from the Orient. That's so me. They're, they're the first ones who get like a special shout out like, we got the talented children from the Orient. Like, they especially okay. like we're not just getting anyone from the Orient. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna get some kids from the Orient, they better be like the talented ones. We're yeah. not bring, we're not bringing no those garden variety <laughs> Orient Orientals. I I felt like it was a little Filipino in there. It I think they were Filipino. like they were like Southern Asia. Like I feel Texas, like they kind of had like a yeah. <laughs> They had some, like, belly dance vibes going on. There okay. was some, like, you know, racist, accidental racism. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> so then next was Russia, who they said even Russia has a delegation. I love that. So weird. Um, <laughs> France, Germany, Italy, the Caribbean, which shocked me. Um, and then they were the first ones to be holding rifles. Um, South America. Well, they, they also, need to protect themselves. They've been kidnapped yeah. and taken off their planet. Uh, South America also had rifles. Central America surprisingly did not have guns. But but Mexico did, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. All, I have in my notes also one gun in Central America. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, you're, no, you're right, because I'm, I'm not even reading my own notes. Yeah, I don't think South America had it. I think it was Central America then, because South America, I didn't write anything, but Central America, I said, also armed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Estados Unidos, and they were singing Mary Had a Little Lamb. Which was like, is that even an American song? I know. <laughs> I'm not sure if it is, but it's weird. Um, and then Mexico, which I didn't recognize the song they were singing, but they dip at least, either, either I don't know the song as well as I think I do, or they briefly dip into La Cucaracha. Yeah. Yeah. And then back to another song. Yeah, I don't I recognize it but I don't know it by name either. But they, it definitely drops into La yeah, Cucaracha. Sure does. And this and is I would a Mexican... consider that racist if yeah. it didn't come from Mexico. I was surprised by that. We we also get some names of the kids. In France we have it headed by Yvette and Pierre. Oh yeah. So that's uh-huh. good. Shanley, they do you were, know them? They were sad looking. Totally, yeah. You don't know them? <laughs> I wish I did. They seemed very sad. Uh, after Japan, I have in my notes. Still going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, jeez. So this part of the movie really connected with me because, I don't know about you guys, but I went to a K-8 school, and every year we would have the Christmas program, okay. where like a week before Christmas, uh, we would all meet up in the church, and class by class would come up and sing th- about like three songs each and they'd be somewhat choreographed but like you'd be wearing your best and the parents would all sit there and for the kids it was great because you would go up with your class sing your three songs and then when you were done you actually left the church went back to the classroom which was in another building and had a Christmas party and yeah just had a Christmas Heck, party yes. hanging out had snacks got to play whatever games like we were just having fun but every year my parents would just be like oh <laughs> and like as a child it was just like what do you mean I love the Christmas program this is great you get to dress up and, you know we wore uniforms this is one time of year that we get to go in wearing special clothes nice. that weren't uniforms have fun with your friends and yep I very much got a seat of what it's like what now it, as a parent to have to sit through the whole thing yes yeah. as a parent now it's just like oh man this is what I have to look forward to <laughs> I remember remember that in elementary school. I remember at the beginning of the program, the drama teacher saying, Now, parents, we do ask that you stay for the whole thing and not just leave after your child's performance, because otherwise the last class will have, like, three adults there. And at the time, I was like, yeah, that's fair. Now I'm like, no, no, screw that. We're sneaking out. (laughs) You know what else is messed up is that they make you, like, they say, like, hold your applause and then, like, applaud after... Like everyone has performed or whatever, like they really try to like not let you get excited for your kid, and like that's whack, dude. Let me applaud for my kid. I don't care about the whole class. I felt that in this 
movie because I wanted to applaud after even Russia. Yeah, that's uh-huh. when I was ready to. But then, dude, I had to hell wait. yeah, Russia, get your <laughs> you delegation showed, on. Look at you, you showed up. Uh-huh. Way to go! So I had an interesting thought at this point in the movie. This really reminded me of Disney, like aesthetically, not quality wise. Right. Um, the whole movie kind of did, but yeah. this whole section felt like it was a ripoff of It's a Small World. Right. Until mm-hmm. I found out It's a Small World was made for the... I knew it was made for the World's, the Fair, World's Fair. But that was for seven years after this movie came out. So oh, this wow. movie So I wonder it. if Disney... I mean, he famously steals things and then just Disney's it up. I wonder if he stole the idea for that ride from the opening of this movie. Let's hope so. Let's go with Because it yeah. feels super the same thing, right? It really yeah. did. Slightly racist. Kind of weird. It's that special kind of racist <laughs> that comes from a time where they're like, we're, no, 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 we're doing this to show inclusion. We're including everybody, but they don't quite get it right. Yeah, it just feels like a zoo. It's like, <laughs> yeah. take a look at these things. So, I'm going to feel bad for for outing this, but should I do it? What? So, there's this Christian children's show that my kids like to watch. And uh, in it, there's, there's this one song. That says, uh, all over the world, the kids are saying grace. And the point of it is to be like, yeah, there's like people, there's kids like you all over the world. All the kids are saying grace. Grace, (laughs) grace, grace. (laughs) But it it goes like, in Mexico, it's taco, taco. And it's like, (laughs) like, it's so damn cringy. But like, I get where it's coming from. It's like, you're you're trying to do something nice, but like, oh, geez. And at one point, they like put their hands together and bow and go, in China? And it's uh, all over the world. Children are saying great. Oh. So that's, that's a yeah. special kind of racism, you know? Mm-hmm. I, that's that's my favorite kind of racism. Mm-hmm. Christian racism? <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> like Christian racism. <laughs> that's what you just said. <laughs> no, my, my favorite kind of racism is when it's, like, attempted to be like, this is a nice thing, right? And like, uh, no. Like, good intentions racism? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that G-I-R. But because I am a Christian, I do have in my notes, Santa's arranging his nativity. I like that. <laughs> I have that in my notes. Very weird. <laughs> I was wondering if that was like a, huh, Mexico, like, Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like a Catholic you thing? You gotta start, yeah, you gotta start with a nativity. Right. Because nativity does mean the beginning, like nativity, right? So... Hell yeah. <laughs> Speaking of hell yeah. Hell. Yeah. So, so yeah, then we then we cut over <laughs> to hell. Shanley. Shanley, you gotta take that. Because this is I think your <laughs> <Wait>. domain. <laughs> Alright. So we're we're digging into the lore of hell, right? Hell lore. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> Just go with it. Alright. So the premise of this movie is Santa is in heaven, and he wants to, like, deliver toys to all of the good kids from all over the world. But there's this devil, demon person. Devil, devil, devil. They make it, like, a weird cut, too. They have, like, the the little boys from, I think, the United States. Um, and it was probably Mexico, because I couldn't tell what he was. He seemed blonde. <laughs> um, his name was Pablo. 
Oh no, he was um he played the Pedro. Um guitar maybe? He, he was, was dressed like a cowboy. Oh, never mind. And his name was Pedro and he was like Santa's number one dude. Yeah. I thought I saw him playing the song for Mexico. But I could be wrong. Yeah, he could be Mexico, but he's blonde. Yeah. Happens. Yeah, sure. Mm. Happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why Santa had to snatch him up. He's like, oh, what? Little blonde boy in Mexico? I'm taking Take you with it. me. <laughs> taking that? <laughs> Thank is that you very what he much. Does? Is that why he... Because <laughs> the lore is that he can only go to Earth on Christmas Eve. Yep. So does he... And he has to get back before the sunrise turns the reindeer into dust. Yeah, but what, I mean, you're telling us stuff we already know, Jimmy. Like, no, every, know. everybody knows that. I know. <laughs> I just want to be included. I get it. Does is, So is he swapping out the toys from his sleigh and then, like, filling it with children as he comes back to his palace? Maybe. <laughs> he must be. Because he can only come to Earth once a year. I don't know, but he does tell the children, hurry up and load up all the stuff and do your work or else you're not going to get to have any fun. So, like, he's threatening he's the children <laughs> in in the palace. He's like... They don't get Christmas presents. They're just slave yeah. labor. He's like, put all the toys in my bag so I can get out of here or else you're not allowed to have any fun. <laughs> and so I know dude. because I can peer into your dreams. Yeah, oh my gosh. It's quite voyeuristic. Wait, Santa so Claus. talk about the devil and hell and stuff, and then we'll go back to Santa's palace. So then we go to hell, and it just seems like a really like theatrical set. There's a bunch of devils, and they're all wearing red spandex mm-hmm. bodysuits with like red shorts and face red face paint so they just look all red and they're all just very um they look like a fireball bottle yeah yeah <laughs> um and then they're just all dancing around like i feel like they're all doing like leans and like high kicks and yeah. just it's very sensual lounging about and then um lucifer who just appears as a voice mm then singles out old pitch to give him this um assignment but he he pitches this to pitch he does <laughs> but it's just I, part of me is just like why even bother showing all the devils it seems like this movie came out at a time where they didn't quite know what movies were supposed to be yet <laughs> mm-hmm. because this is very like this is a lot like a stage production where periodically they will break out into an interpretive dance Oh, yeah. And that's what this is. Yeah. And it happens again later with the demon dolls. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Wait. So, number one, Shanley, in the uh, selection episode, you were completely right. I don't know if you came up with it or if it was in one of the notes, but the devil dude definitely was him or whatever from Powerpuff Girls. Like, full on. Like, that's what that dude is. Oh, yeah. And second... I can't place what I'm seeing, but that whole scene where they're in hell and they're dancing around reminded me of a scene from some movie where there's like a play that they cut to and there's like a a screen that's like white or something and it's lights projecting like shadows, like silhouettes onto the screen and they're like running around and like dancing and then someone like runs out from behind it, like onto the front of the stage 
And I feel like it was also kind of like spooky mm. looks. And I it's like so vivid the like shot that I'm seeing, but I can't place what it's from. Odd. Yeah, I don't know. I can't figure out what I'm thinking of. And it's people behind the screen, not puppets. Yeah, like real people, and they're like running, and then like someone like they're like running like back and forth, and then someone comes out and like in front of the screen, and I feel like it's hmm. maybe funny. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds maybe funny. Anyways, mm-hmm. I was it, hoping that that would like click to you. I have a few have things that it reminds connection. me. It reminds me of the five thousand fingers of Doctor T. I think that I always forget the number of it. It's the one live action movie that Dr. Seuss ever made. Did I ever make you watch that, Jimmy? Nope. There's a lot of like dream sequence dances in that movie. It's a screwed up movie. Maybe we'll watch it for this for this podcast. It's about a a little boy who hates his piano teacher and he has this weird fever dream about him fighting his piano teacher. It's pretty messed up. So it reminded me of that. It also kind of reminds me of the stage production in Batman Begins. Where there's like the bat devil thing. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Very odd. So that was weird, right? Definitely weird. And uh, this this movie has a weird fascination with desserts. So <laughs> this is this is like one of the first things that the movie does that really makes it feel like a child and or a grandparent. Like, just came up with a story. It feels very kid-centric, but, like, not in a good way. That, like... Yeah. It's targeted. It's like kid propaganda. But it's, like, it's like it's like from the mind of a child. Like, it's, like, it's like that child storytelling where it's, like, it's a little too heavy-handed, kind of. Like, what I'm getting at is the devil's, like, or Lucifer is, like, hey, if you don't beat Santa at making all the kids bad this year I'm going to punish you by making you eat chocolate ice cream it's like, no! but it's and bad for his digestion <laughs> it's bad for your digestion and you eat ice cream all the time <laughs> um, I feel like as someone who has or who is lactose intolerant mm-hmm. we don't care uh, give me all the cheese give me all the ice cream that's what I want Thank you for speaking up. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was it's a great point. Someone had to. But I think what I'm getting Shelly at is... Shelly has a, a demon on her shoulder. <laughs> that, that I am a demon on my shoulder. <laughs> She's standing on somebody else's shoulder. Yeah. Shanley has an angel on her shoulder that's like, nah, he's got a point. <laughs> Whenever the devil's like, eat the ice cream anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I ain't gonna stop you. That's a harp, and that's a dress. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of... This is the time where you expect the angel to come out and tell you not to pour your... Oh. James Allen <laughs> <laughs> Bob. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. <laughs> That's why our uh, Emperor's New Groove and Jay and Silent Bob meet in the middle. Sure, yeah. Okay, so... It, it's things like that where... So they, they have that where the devil's like, your punishment is you have to eat a bunch of chocolate ice cream... And, like, he might as well have been, like, and play with a kitten and, like, do happy, fun stuff. And he's like, no, not happy, nice stuff. Then they kind of reference it later, since we're not going in chronological order. Um, Santa is, like, concerned about getting whatever he has to get done on Earth. And he's talking to Pedro. And uh, he's like, 
Um, you have to make sure that you're back before the sunrise or else your reindeer are going to turn to dust. And Santa's like, oh, I can't get stuck on Earth with what they eat. I would starve to death. And Pedro's like, what do they eat on Earth, Santa? Uh, and Did he say animals? Is that what he says? He says something like, oh, they eat like everything. They eat all the plants and the birds and eggs and animals and everything they can find. Uh, not like us up here where we eat cl- uh, ice cream made of clouds. They, they've never heard of such a thing or whatever. He says something like that. Stupid. And he's like, that's all we eat here. And so that's why I was like, oh, like this is a kid. A kid wrote this movie because they're like, the good guys only eat ice cream and the bad guys are punished by making them eat ice cream. That's a kid's idea of what good and evil is. It makes perfect sense. It's very weird. Also, Pedro's from Earth. He's from Mexico. <laughs> he was taken so young. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's like the Jedi Academy. Yeah. You got to get him before it's too late. That's crazy that he like doesn't know what they eat on Earth. This is a weird movie. I'm going to go way ahead of us, and I'm sorry for that. But I just have to say that the, all of the people in this movie that I'm supposed to like, like Santa, those are the ones who scare me. And like the the supposed villain of the movie is a demon, and he doesn't bother me that much. Because his, his like intentions are actually pretty like shallow. Like, oh, I'm going to get this kid to steal a doll from a swap meet but santa is apparently kidnapping children and okay. has some some weird uh facial expressions and so and well, i mean they'll not judge him on that that's a weird <laughs> you see those freaky facial expressions like it's harsh he's an old man <laughs> he's old a man very upsetting old man am i alone on this i feel like it's very hard to show kids and then show an old man's face whatever facial expression he's making it's kind of like mm, that doesn't seem like it should be that's the face he should be making mm. you know um I don't need to go here but I'm but going you're to gonna. but our so, podcast goes where no one else will go <laughs> there's a subreddit that I really like called am I the asshole okay and people tell a story and then the the people reading it vote and you can either vote you're the asshole someone else is the asshole okay or everyone's everyone here sucks okay i feel like this movie fits into that category everyone in this sucks there's not a good guy there's yeah, there's no like one you, but but i don't agree with you that the kids are definitely getting kidnapped it's suspicious <laughs> But who knows? It's strange, for sure. But... And you, I will say, are from Mexico, little blonde boy. I, I don't stole think that from you the can, Netherlands. <laughs> I don't think that you can diminish what... Um, <laughs> this is funny. Uh, I don't think you can diminish what the like devil character is doing. Because he doesn't just say, like, Oh, little girl, you should steal that doll because you're poor and no one's going to give you a doll. He makes her dream that horrifying dream yeah, with demon adult-sized versions of that doll, but scarier. Which the doll was already scary, but they're dancing around her and doing this horrifying choreography in a foggy room, emerging from coffins, standing up <laughs> like a. F- <laughs> 
fucking vampire dungeon. And, and then one of them just blatantly starts yelling at her at the end. And it's like, like a really steal gra- the doll. Like, no they, one they likes it. They like gravelly witch voices. Yeah, it was horrifying, dude. dolls don't like it was good girls. so confrontational. <laughs> they were so scary looking. Like, it was character terrifying. design. Why did they think a girl would want a doll like that? They don't look like dolls. They look like concealed bodies that have been wrapped in sheets. Yeah. They're, oh. Um, she says, Lupita says to the creepy doll witch, I don't want to steal the doll because stealing is evil and I don't want to be evil. And this is after like a thousand no's already. Like their back and forth was pretty just like aggressive and repeatedly being told, nope, I don't want to steal the doll. But she says that. And then the um, the doll says, you must be evil if you want the doll. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, dude, this is so terrifying. Like, it's, and it's like a close-up shot. It's, man. Of her bound face. You can't say that Santa is worse than the devil. Just based on that alone. Like, that was messed up. Uh, that's a good point. That is At a the very least, thing. they're tied. But that it that kind of dance in hell is is an affair. It's like a it's like a celebration. That's why Lucifer had to put a stop to it. All that all that pitch is trying to do is, and I hate to be the devil's advocate, if you will, but all he's trying to do is share with her some of his culture. I'm gonna start calling you Keanu Reeves. Hey, please so you're do the devil's advocate because I'm so handsome and thin. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so uh, now some, <laughs> no, we got some lore to discuss here because the reason Lupita sees this doll is because she's standing at a window, and there's also another little boy there. That's the story mainly mainly follows two kids, three, well, two and then a five. Group. Yeah, it's it's Lupita, aka the poor girl, and she's credited as such. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. the name they give the actor's name, and it says Lupita slash poor girl, and then uh, there's also. Look at this good little boy whose father is very rich. Mm-hmm. There's also that boy, and then there's three he's bad kids. He's a rich kids. boy, but he's gone too far. Anyway. I was trying to move it into the narrative, but I had nothing. His parents don't love him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Well, even Santa says, maybe they love him. Maybe they don't. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. Wait, 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 but so lore. lore. Yeah, okay. You wait. I'm saying we'll get there. You, I'm telling you to wait. You don't tell me to wait. I'm telling you to wait. Well, the reason I'm bringing this up is because there is a lore thing that happens at this window. The three bad kids throw a rock at the Santa effigy yes, in the window. and it hits the real Santa. And Santa feels it. Yeah, it does. I mean, they don't, he doesn't even just feel it. They cut to the that Santa, and he gets hit in the head with a rock. Yeah. <laughs> so goes, what does oh! that mean? <laughs> What does that mean? It means if I you don't know. throw anything at a Santa, Santa actually feels it. Yeah, but the ramifications of that, that, that means that like any effigy of Santa has to like exist in perpetuity. Otherwise, yeah. like whenever you dispose of a, a Santa ornament, you drop one by accident. Oops. <laughs> he felt that. He's, he falls to pieces. Well, maybe he feels it, but he doesn't get the damage from it. You know what I mean? They're all like, voodoo dolls. It's like it, getting punched in the Matrix. Like you feel I've been it. punched in my matrix. You feel it, but you don't necessarily get like a bruise on your chest from getting punched. You know what I mean? Okay. I think that's kind of what it well, is. Well, don't they like start like bleeding out of their mouths after they're like really beat up? There's yeah, uh, it's so, complicated. 
Okay. It does happen. It does happen, but... But not in this movie. <laughs> well, that'd be funny if it did. <laughs> so okay. That's weird. Well, so that was weird. And it's weird because that also happens before Santa goes into the observatory, which I really wanted to talk about. So I wanted to spend a lot of time just breaking down how Santa's whole operation works. We've already talked about the children that are kidnapped from all over the world. <laughs> um, but there's so much more here. Even so, Russia. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I think they just want to get in on what's... I think they're double agents. That's smart. Yeah. Um, so Santa, it, the the narrator opens up saying, Away up in the heavens, far out in space, in a beautiful gold and crystal palace, right above the North Pole. In a cottage cheese cottage. Yeah. Um, and then we like pan in. There's other castles yeah. floating in the background. Yeah, you said that earlier. Yeah. What the hell are those? The Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny. Whoa. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, so there's a one, sequel The Tooth Fairy versus the Chupacabra. <laughs> I can't wait to watch that. That'd be sick. I would love that one. We should make a short. <laughs> That's. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> what would the Easter Bunny go against? It should be the Easter Bunny versus the Chupacabra. It should, huh? Yeah. Tooth Fairy versus the Boogeyman. Well, we're we're gonna workshop it. We're not gonna give all of our stuff away on on recording. Yeah. Anyway, so we're already dealing with an unreliable narrator <laughs> because in, shortly into the movie, Santa looks down on Earth. And they zoom in with a telescope, and you see Earth from like an equator side view. Oh, like it's like a straight so it up like a from the North Pole. So he's not. So it's not floating above the North Pole. But they say, in a beautiful gold and crystal palace right above the North Pole. So this narrator doesn't know what he's talking about, or he's a liar. Um, but not the point. Um, so Santa's in here. He's setting up his nativity. He's talking to the children. Then he gets hit in the head with a rock. And he's like, oh, man, the devil's up to some stuff. Let's go to the observatory. They run over to this other room, which, by the way, I love how the sets in this look so like what movie sets used to all look like. Yeah. They yeah. all have this like. This does not look like a real place at all kind of it's quality all like to it. chicken wire with plaster over it. It feels, again, kind of like it's a small world in, like, Disneyland. But I but was kind also, of impressed by that. Like, yeah. a lot of effort went into this. It is kind of fun, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has, like, a theatrical look to it. It's like, I think that's what it is, is movies used to be Closer a lot place. more similar to, like, a stage production. You stepped out for a second, but when we were talking about hell. Yeah, <laughs> no, we I, I, I heard that, but... yeah. It, it's it's there's a lot of I think connection there where they were like yeah. all right, um, big sets. But so so then the narrator says, "This is Santa's magic observatory. What wonderful instruments! The eroscope, <laughs> which is, which is uh, two straining colanders put together with a severed ear attached to it. Yeah, um, <laughs> the teletalker that knows everything." The, the cosmic telescope is the teletalker the big, upsetting foam lips. It's like uh, it's like red mm -hmm. lips, like with lipstick on, yeah. and then like 
weird knobs and stuff that kind of look like a face. Yeah. It kind of looks sexual. I mean, it does. It's very (laughs) creepy. Um, The teletalker that knows everything. The cosmic telescope. And that has an eye at the end of it. God damn it, Matt. Will you just let me do the list? I'm checking it twice. The master eye. Nothing that happens on Earth is unknown to Santa. So that's the whole description of this room. What the hell is all this gibberish? Like, what is a teletalker? (laughs) That doesn't tell me anything. And it knows everything? Like, that's such a bold claim to just toss out and then move on. It's a phone tap. (laughs) I'm way more interested in a movie about the teletalker that knows everything than whatever happens in the rest of this movie. (laughs) Yeah, what if that went bad? Santa versus the teletalker. And then, yeah, so the Eroscope. Like, they don't show that until later when they're using it. They cut to, like, like it looks like a satellite dish on top of the palace that has, like, a human ear in the (laughs) middle of it. And it's crazy. Um, But this room is weird. (laughs) Like... Santa already knew that, like, Lupita and the people were, like, in trouble, that the devil was up to something. But then he still had to go to this room to investigate it further. I think this movie came out at a time where, like, just those props were mm-hmm. would have been impressive. So people would see them and go, oh, very yeah. good. I like this. I mean, I think so. <laughs> but also, I don't remember what they were referring to. But they said that something was as fast, as, or was maybe not as fast as a Sputnik. As a Sputnik, his uh, mechanical reindeer. Yeah. But it, he says it like, um, it's like lampshading. You know, so lampshading is a term like in a movie, when there's a plot hole, you get a character to point out that plot hole. So that way the audience goes, oh, they, they thought of the thing that I was thinking of. Uh. And it's, it's framed like that, where he's like, Sure. I could travel faster if I had a Sputnik, but I like these reindeer. And so yeah. the audience go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they say, <laughs> but could you imagine Santa traveling around on a Sputnik? So they kind of say, like, it's, it's ridiculous. This is what he does. Do you remember any of this, Shanley? Uh, vaguely. I just remember the reindeer being introduced scene, and that's probably my favorite. But that's not the time for now. So. Okay. Well, I mean, we're kind of all over the place. So yeah, we we were trying to fight against going chronologically. So go ahead. My Shane. point is, is that his all of his stuff is weird and nonsensical. Oh, then if it's so, perfectly, so yeah, go, it goes right into that. So he, you see him walk up to the sleigh. They kind of like turn on or like wind up these reindeer. Oh yeah, like they're, yeah, yeah. they're, they're like toys. Yeah, I forgot about that. But then. Uh, Santa has a great laugh, which plays kind of throughout the whole movie. Matt, would you? It's kind of like. A... <laughs> it's not exactly a ho ho ho. Uh, Jimmy, we... you want to give it a go? No. You did a really good one earlier, but <laughs> so basically they wind it up and Santa laughs, and then the reindeer laugh after. And, and then Santa laughs again, and it's just like a whole like minute of like what is happening. I have in my notes quote ah, a reindeer. <laughs> I have in my notes end quote a reindeer. I do not remember that. Oh, it's, it's great. Super upsetting. That's and they're, crazy. They're, 
They're like white. They're like albino reindeer because they're like white and they have red eyes. It's terrifying. Oh yeah, I know. Like they zoom in on one of the reindeer laughing, and the eyes just like weirdly like darting, darting back and forth. They look like they look they're like tauntons. sculpted out of styrofoam. Yeah, they do. Do they do they look like tauntons to you guys? Kinda. From Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Matt, sure. come on, jerk. You don't need to. <laughs> As I the, thought Shanley needed some help I with that. I did need Shanley, some help. you needed help? I'm sorry. See, these are the things you want to go over before the wedding ceremony. You're the one who performed the ceremony. You did marriage counseling with us. Did I not bring... Did we skip over Empire Strikes Back? Did he, Shanley? We did. Dang it. So it's your fault. It is my fault. Okay, anyways. Yeah, that's weird. But, so this guy, he's got these creepy mechanical reindeer. He's got all this, like, spy equipment. In his observatory. Um, <laughs> well, you, you, are you going to mention his helper? I'm going to mention a few helpers. Okay. So in addition to his right-hand man, Pedro, uh, who's a little boy, just a regular little boy. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Before before we introduce more characters, I'm going to say one other thing. He doesn't even use all this equipment. He makes the children do most of it. Yeah. And he makes Pedro find out like he has him spy on all of our main characters real quick um <laughs> yeah so each time pedro goes into one of the machines and says the same phrase he says by thy magic powers look for the child we're seeking whether she be in a cave or behind <laughs> a million mountains <laughs> I and don't remember. He says so it multiple I times. Don't he says it multiple times. <laughs> and so the first upsetting. time he says it, uh, the first time he says it, the teletalker that knows everything says, Alrighty. <laughs> 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 and and so that's when we see Lupita and she's like thinking about stealing the doll. Hmm. She and gets then, it off the table. She's about to. Oh yeah, it's tucked in her shirt. Um <laughs> and it's tucked in her shirt in the way that you can totally still see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like a kid hiding where it's like they're playing hide and go seek and they hide behind something and yeah, like behind like a curtain and like all. it's sticking out and their feet are showing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then they do it again and the kid says the same thing to go see the rich boy. Uh, he says the exact same phrase. Uh, Pedro says it to the whether thing. he be in a cave. Yeah, whether he be in a cave or behind a million mountains. Um, so again, all of the stuff in this movie feels like it was written by a child. Like that, it's crazy. Um, but but this time it doesn't say alrighty. Uh, Pedro says or behind a million mountains. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, why did you do a weird sign off that time? And that's the point. That's the part where. So we watched a colorized version of it. That's the part where they fail to colorize one of his yeah, hands. His, his, his back hand is like gray. It's still gray. <laughs> it looks like the uh, the frostbitten foot. In yes, Mr. exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah, so good. I, I know it's that. gross, but grab it. <laughs> the hideousness of Pedro's hand will haunt my dreams for the rest of my life. Um, so then, we there's a couple more people that are helping Santa out in his palace. Do you guys want to each introduce one, or what do you want to do here? <sighs> I think we should give Shanley yeah, the main the... one because it's yes. hers. But do you remember the other one? Yeah, I'll do that one. Yeah, go so, for it. First but not greatest is <laughs> is He Man. Yeah, the he's, sexy man. 
Yeah, he's got big, bushy, disheveled hair, and he he's dressed like in in leather. He's kind of like Hephaestus from Greek uh-huh. mythology, and he makes for Santa the key that can get him into anywhere. He's the key master. Ah, of Ghost Rider. Yeah. <laughs> Vince, Vince Clark, though. Are you the key, key master? master. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> and this this prop is so funny because it's like a big fat. It's it's like um, it's like a Christmas tree ornament of a key. Yeah. It's like this big fluffy mm-hmm. looking skeleton. Yeah, key. it's like a ceremonial key. <laughs> yeah, it's the key to the city. And when he touches it to things, it just kind of like flints out sparks. <laughs> and uh, it can get Santa into anywhere. And He-Man's like, go ahead and try it. Yeah, they're in a big, weird room. And he, like, brings out extra doors. I think he calls it something. He's like, try it on the door of a thousand doors. Or something like that. Right? Yeah. Why? So I get and it's key. not even just one door. He opens a door, and then there's another door right behind it. Like a hotel room. Like an adjoining hotel room. But that happens, like, ten times. Yeah, he just keeps opening more doors. You're in a hunt for the wilder people. It's like... You know what's behind that door? Jesus? It's not Jesus. But it was Jesus the first time I came across that door. It's actually another door. <laughs> and you know what's beyond that door? Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. He's tricky like that, Jesus. <laughs> That'd be awesome if Jesus was behind all the doors. Santa didn't open enough up. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's his problem. So that's He-Man. He's in the movie very briefly. He, but but where does he make an it's impression? It's weird that he's the only, like, like m- middle-aged like, man. Yeah, normal-aged man. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's old Santa and a bunch of children <laughs> and then this, like, 30-year-old. It's <laughs> just like, is he shirtless or am I imagining that? He's He's got, like, a strap on. Oh, no. It, no. <laughs> <laughs> He has on a strap across he's his chest. He's dressed like yeah. slats. <laughs> he sort of is. He's ready to show me the he's, money. He's very barbaric, like, in his clothing. Yeah, he his haircut and everything. Yeah. You remember the... Um, he looks like, like John the Baptist. Do you remember the, like, Hercules yeah. TV show from the 90s? Yeah, yeah. Like, he looks like that dude. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Hephaestus in that episode, in that show, looks a lot like that. Okay. Shanley, do you want to bring up the now we get to the meet, big guns? Yeah, yes. The the like somehow more surprising <laughs> than He Man. <laughs> I was blown away by this. <laughs> so this is my favorite character in this movie. Bring it, Shanley. Make sure you're talking to the microphone. Merlin. Mm-hmm. Merlin. So, Matt, hit it one time. You're so good at it. Yeah, what? you really are. You know what? The what? What do you do all the time now? What do I do? What? Who are we talking about? Merlin. What are we talking? Do about? Do it in the voice. What voice? Oh my oh, god! Oh, I'm sorry. What is wrong? I know with what you're you? saying. Now. Merlin. <laughs> yes. Merlin. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have to do that all Jeez, day. Huh? Yes. You know, the funny thing is, I've, I've caught myself doing it like unconsciously. Like you know, like when you're humming so a song we. while you're while you're folding the clothes or something like that. I I've been doing that today. I'm like just folding my laundry. Merlin. <laughs> I didn't know what you're going for, but well, yeah. now I'm. It's gonna be. I'd be hard pressed to stop. At this You've point. been hard pressed to stop all day. 
You just keep hearing that around the house. <laughs> Merlin! That's very good. Okay. So, Merlin, you know, like the wizard. Uh-huh. Um, and he's got like a little lab going. <laughs> yep. And uh, he gifts Santa um, powder to make everyone dream of joy and goodwill. Uh-huh. And then also a flower to disappear. It has a great name for it. The um, flower to disappear. Uh... <laughs> It's not just a flower. Yeah, sorry, that was <laughs> reckless of me. I love it when they use that in a sentence like, Oh no, Santa, it's the flower to disappear. It has fallen. Yeah. Santa, use the flower to disappear. I have lost the flower to disappear, <laughs> Merlin. So they're just hanging out in his lab, and then uh, Merlin's kind of showing off what he's doing and he's like going around his lab gathering ingredients and I just love how he gets around. He like Do you? I do. <laughs> you should start doing that, Shanley. He like gallops, like he look he's like is like he miming. straight up gallops. Yes. This is what he's doing. Is that's what it is. And then he also makes like horse noises. <laughs> <laughs> and this isn't fast or like little oh, snippets. There's like each gallop is like a half a step. But takes the time of, like, two or three steps. And they take a full, like, 30 seconds showing him go. From one side of the room? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and bear in mind, this is 35 minutes into the movie where it just takes a hard turn. <laughs> we get this Merlin character. And then I feel like they show him going back and forth and he kept forgetting an ingredient. Mm-hmm. So they kept showing him go back and forth and back and forth, and, and he's he has like an old man way. voice. Like he's like got a crazy, like he he does oh, like a Santa. I forgot to get the thing. <laughs> and that one part, he just kind of stops and goes Katanga, 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 Katanga. <laughs> and it's like it's like Doctor Evil when he's doing the Macarena. <laughs> but he's saying Katanga over. It's very odd. <laughs> it even gets to a point at later on in the movie, Santa finds himself in a. Pickle. And a pickle, he does. And the narrator says, Hurry, Merlin, this isn't the time to play horsey. Santa needs you. So, that happened. One for the money, two for the show, away we go! Yeah, he says that. (laughs) Um, I just love the details, you know, that they had to put that in this movie. Like, it totally belongs. Mm -hmm. I, I wish I had written down the ingredient list for the powder that he makes for Santa. Mm. But they spend a lot of time with him talking about what ingredients he needs. And Santa's like, oh, and what was that last part that we needed again? And he's like, I tell you this every year. It's this thing. <laughs> and they, like, go get it. And it takes ten more minutes for him to go get that thing. But they do have these pretty cool flower puppet things that he, like, takes the ingredients from. Yeah, the the set design was pretty nifty for the, being old timey and whatever. Does he kill a butterfly? Yeah. Okay. He might, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, so, then Santa, like, jokingly at the end of it, but not joking because he's serious, he's like, okay, I'll see you next year. Oh, you know what the part that you're talking about is where he says, how how do I use the flower to disappear? Oh, yeah, he's like, how do I use that again? He makes him explain how all this stuff, they really needed to fill up some runtime. 
They didn't. I really wish they would have <laughs> refrained. This movie would have been about 28 minutes if they didn't keep in all this ridiculous, unnecessary crap. I like the editor who says, do you think we need 15 regions of the world? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, we forgot to shoot one for España. Maybe we could just take so that one out. No, no, no. Just Italy's put- close <laughs> enough. Italia. Let's go. <laughs> Why didn't they just leave that segment out? Well, because then they would have been like, wait a minute. Who are all these Spanish kids walking around? <laughs> so Santa has to smell the flower to disappear, to, to disappear, and then he's got to sniff it again uh, to, reappear. to reappear. Do you think, like, if you were entirely invisible, do you think you could have, like, the spatial recognition to be able to smell something in your hand? Yeah. I guess so. If you're blindfolded, you couldn't smell something in your own hand? I don't know. I've okay. never tried. I'm going to blindfold you. It's impossible you, to do and I'm a put sit-up. something in your hand. <laughs> and you then sniff you it. sniff it. I don't know. Yeah. Katunga. You say it's impossible to do a setup blindfolded? Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know if that's from a movie, but I'm not falling for that. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Like. Did they just go, we're just going to really make up our own rules with Santa today? Or is there anything else that agrees with this breakdown of how Santa works? Like, Santa lives in this place. Children make all the toys. They're captured from all over the lands. There's a 30-year-old who makes him a key every year that opens up all the doors. (laughs) And every year he needs to go get the key and then test it. And also Merlin lives there with Santa to make him a powder and give him a flower Excuse every me. Christmas Eve. Uh, Sorry, the the flower to, to disappear, disappear and reappear. <laughs> but this is just his routine. Like, yeah. And he's got to work out. He's got one of those weird old timey belt things that's supposed to make your stomach oh, smaller. Oh, he does have that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So he could fit down the, the tummy tube. trimmer. <laughs> yeah. I want one of those. I don't think those Well, work. I love that he even has, like, mock chimneys up so that he can test it. Like, oh, I fit. <laughs> and this time, I'll keep it off. Oh, boy. So, th- this is crazy. Like, <laughs> I mean, already, what the hell? Like, this is the, one of the craziest Christmas movies I've ever seen. Oh, wait a minute. Also, as we're talking about um, Santa, like, you know, kidnapping all these kids to be his... Workforce, have you? Did we talk about how there those tables where they're all set up at and like performing? They're outside in the snow. Meanwhile, Santa's just all comfy and warm inside his big house, doing nothing because he has got He Man and Merlin doing all the work for all him. All the kids who are making the toys. Yeah, they're they're outside yeah they're in the, in the snow. snow. Yeah, really. Yeah, they, like during that scene, it's Damn. snowing. That's crazy. All these kids from like. Central America and Africa. They're, not, they're not ready for the snow. Yeah. What a jerk. Awful. A bad man. I like the uh, the little... Like, the puppeteer... Or, not puppeteer, but the little puppet of Santa and the reindeer flying through the sky, where it's like a little robotic puppet Santa. Very different. It kind of moves with a little bit of a off-kilter tick. It's pretty unsettling. But I do enjoy it. Alright, I hear you. I didn't really pay attention to that. 
Okay. Not like I didn't pay attention to you saying it. I didn't notice <laughs> in, in the, the movie. movie. Um, can we talk about the children a little bit more now? Because we haven't really... And, and that's what that's what this is about. It's about it's about but, the children, but not the children that are enslaved. <laughs> Those children don't matter. This is about the children that Santa's going to bring presents to. Oh, I was just going to go super dark. The children that are going to be present. I was going to say these are the children he's grooming <laughs> to kidnap next um, yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll leave that in. That's pretty dark. Okay, so we already kind of talked about Lupita. But her her whole thing is, she poor. She's poor, and she's like, bro. Do I need to like take care of myself? Like, because they don't. No one cares about me, and no one gives presents to poor people. Yeah, and she's kind of taking down the capitalist machine a little bit. Yeah, she's like, look, they won't even notice if one toy is missing, but it's going to mean the world to me. Right, and I'm going to just take it. And I'm kind of like, hey, man, you've earned it. Go for it, girl. Go take it, yeah. Go on, go on, get yourself one. It's It's really odd, because she's, what, six, five? Or is she... She's young. A little she's younger somewhere than around there. She, at this point, she's never heard of Santa Claus, and she doesn't know what Santa Claus does, but we know in this movie that Santa exists, and he comes to Earth every Christmas Eve, so what has he been doing with regards to her? Because, like, her mom has to tell her about Santa. And and so the way it's... But you, haven't you ever had to tell your kids about something that you already have told them about and they just don't, like, remember or get it? Well, I guess so. But it's played like what? her parents have to provide for her her Santa gift. But because every year they're poor, they can't do that. But that's not what's happening in this movie. So what the heck is happening? And one of my favorite parts of the movie is when she goes... Santa has never brought me a dolly and her mom just fully gaslights her. She goes, she like hugs her, holds her close and goes, well, maybe you've forgotten to ask Santa for a dolly. She puts the responsibility on the little girl, which I really liked. I'm glad they put that in there. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Victim blaming the best. Yeah, that's so mean. Maybe you forgot to ask him for a dolly. Well, she's really sweet. Lupita? Yeah. I don't know. You Most of the things she says are unintelligible. Yeah, true. Well, she says, yeah, the, yeah. In her whole nightmare sequence, it's really hard to understand any of the conversation. <laughs> it's just screeching from the doll monster. And then her <laughs> kind of being monster. like, but I don't want to be evil. And then it's like, okay. <laughs> you, that was actually That's really good. good. That sounded yeah, like her. I know. But I don't want to be evil. <laughs> We could do a reenactment of the movie. <laughs> Shanley, you could be Merlin. I can try, yeah. yeah you can give us a good Katunga. Katunga, Katunga, Katunga. Yeah, so that that's her deal. Her family's really poor. At one point, her dad walks in the door and her mom goes, Any jobs? No. <clears throat> um, I, wrote, I wrote her dad is... Uh... Mexican Vincent Price. He's very handsome. He looks a lot yeah. like Vincent Price. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. I see why that lady went for him. Her, her mom's a bad person. Like, overall, I think. Like, not only does she victim blame, but she also goes, When I was a little girl, I dreamed of being rich and having all the money. And we've already established in the movie that, that like that's a bad thing to want. Is it? Uh, yeah. 
I don't know if it's I a bad thing to want. I think it's just like a, you know, grass is always greener on the other side. Well, the the rich boy, the reason why he's like elevated is because like he doesn't care that he has all these riches. What he really wants is a relationship with his parents. Yeah, but that's because he can have whatever toys he wants. This little girl has parents, and she's like, I just want a doll. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, my mom's crazy. My, mom's my dad orb. doesn't have a job. I just want a doll. <laughs> but she's well, she so should sweet. have asked for one. Because she asks Santa, and she asks for two. Because then if she gets one, she'll give the other one to baby, to baby Jesus. Jesus. Who is even poorer really than sweet. us. Mm. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That worked for you, huh, Shanley? It did. Didn't work for me. <laughs> That's crazy. And I'm saying this as a Christian That's man. That's crazy. <laughs> the, the least Christian of the three of us is the most down with that part. I thought it, I thought it was just spoke to like little innocent kids and just like how pure they can be. But you didn't like when little Jake Lloyd wanted to give the Turbo Man doll to Sinbad. I, I think maybe it's because it's like as an idea it's cute, but in reality, yeah, no, I thought. Keep it for yourself. Well, because in this circumstance, there are two dolls. Yeah, And she's true. giving one away. Yep. And this is a special edition Turbo Man. You're like, right. You don't just You're give right. that away. Yeah, yeah. But also, you really think that Jesus needs to be anywhere near that creepy-ass doll? <laughs> yeah, he needs to exercise yeah. it. <laughs> Jesus versus the doll is the sequel. Yes, That's yes. the sequel to Baby Jesus versus the doll. <laughs> Oh my he'd god. Win. He'd win that. He sure would. Oh. But it'd be close. <laughs> yeah, that doll's not going down without a fight. It's got a whole army of its twin dolls. They're so scary. Okay, so the little girl, she's cool. Um, she's kind of the heart of the movie. Like She's certainly portrayed as that. The main, I mean, that's like the, the, the conclusion of the movie is Santa is almost running out of time but he still has to go make it to deliver the doll to her so that she knows that Santa cares about poor people and he does Mm-hmm. no he delivers it but I don't know if he cares about poor people <laughs> yeah. he doesn't come back and steal that little girl one he day. did throw away a cat why did he still have a cat so okay, can we tell you yeah, his delivery route <laughs> his delivery route is very important to all of us I think We uh, yeah. should we should we stay on topic no. with the kids? We're no. just done? The, the, okay. Well, no, we'll come We're back. We're freeballing it. Let's go. <laughs> Don't say that. But <laughs> we will come back to it. So, Shanley, do you want to... Uh, you say it, because you know his Break open the case of uh, Santa's Christmas Eve route. So he starts off, he kicks off his route, going, first stop, Mexico City. The narrator confirms that. Yes. First stop is Mexico City. Uh-huh. Represent. Ooh. And then... Later on in the movie, they're trying to figure out where Santa is, and they say that he's been to. Do you remember the, which? All the other everywhere. Yes, yeah. so he's, he's been, been to Africa Asia and Africa. he's been to China and Italia, Spain. <laughs> yep, Italia, Spain, <laughs> Japan. Yeah, so basically, say, oh, he's been all there. The Orient, and he with is all now the talented in children. Mexico. Full circle huh? back to Mexico. <laughs> what? Maybe so, that's where yeah. he left his sleigh. Sorry, he's running out of time. <laughs> Maybe he went back to Mexico because he realized he lost his flower to disappear. Mm-hmm. The. <laughs> Is that how it's organized <laughs> in like a DVD library? Uh-huh, yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he starts in Mexico City, and he's delivering presents for a solid half an hour. And he's now delivered presents all over the world, and is finishing up in Mexico. That's awesome. And, as Jimmy brought up, he still has a crap ton of toys in his sack. Enough to where he's at someone's house. Not the rich kid, right? No, it's just he's a, just it's just some a other random house. family's house. So he's outside of some rando house, and the devil makes a dog named Dante Dante. he calls Dante <laughs> that does not look that scary of a dog. Like, it's like a normal dog. Like, but they, they've ADR'd the barking, so he does, like, barks of all different sized dogs throughout. Okay. It's very... So I want... That's when I was watching it mm-hmm. beside you, and I had it in my headphones, listening to it full stereophonic, high definition. And it was very upsetting. All the different yapping, yipping, deep woofing, and all coming from Dante. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But so Santa is stuck about four feet in the air up this tree in somebody's backyard, screaming for Merlin, Merlin for a really long time. Takes Merlin a while to hear. He's yelling, hey, all the kidnapped children, Merlin, <laughs> the key master, anyone up there. And like it takes forever for them to hear it because no one's in the observatory. Where Which is the, why wouldn't they be there? This is like the night that they should because be there. Because this is the children's only night off. <laughs> finally, the the brutal master is gone. Yeah. But so finally, little Pedro hears it and goes and gets Merlin. And Merlin's galloping all over the palace and takes forever. And so they get there and they're helping him. The whole time, Santa's up this tree with Dante barking at him. Santa's, trying to, fa- Santa's trying to face off against the devil. And he can't. He's stumped <laughs> tree. up this tree um, <laughs> with a small dog whose bark is worse than his bite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like wow, and he good. won't leave. Yeah, branch branches. Out. Yeah, <laughs> good. He's got a stick to his guns. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like us to Dang move it. on, Shanley? I was going to wait for Wood. I'm just going to let you finish. Yeah, you were. Um, <laughs> we're running out of parts of trees that we know. We know roots, but we're having trouble uh, putting that in. Okay. Trunk. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so... So this is how he's, he's up the tree, and the, you got the Merlin. Oh, to get I have out of the it. tree. Go for it. So, this episode is so hard to follow. It's for anyone a, else. This movie was hard to follow. <laughs> I think we're having a good one. We're sure. having a good time. So Merlin looks down and sees Santa up in the tree, and bear in mind, with all of their fantastical technology, they don't have any way to track Santa. They have to telescope over the entire world until they find Santa Claus in a tree. And he sees that Santa well, Claus... Well, they did figure out that he should be in Mexico. Yeah. Well, it's that time. So we all know he night. starts and ends in Mexico. <laughs> the same three houses. <laughs> uh, he sees that Santa is being hounded oh. by what he calls a mad dog. And he this is his, his thought process, his train of logic is, against good is bad, against black is white, against a bad itch, scratch it, against thirst... Water 
against a mad dog? A cat! A cat! A cat, Santa Claus! A cat! And that starts screaming into planet Earth through the, the, the mouth thing. <laughs> And the ear thing, they're the interfacing. The that knows everything. <laughs> yeah, mm. and Santa, and he tells Santa to get a wind-up cat from inside his bulging sack, and uh, his what? His bulging sack with his big great arms, or as so I've heard it said. Um, Jimmy, oh, recognition all around. Thank you. So, so he pulls out this weird cat on wheels. Yeah. And he throws it, and then the dog's like, oh, hey, and chases the cat. Mm. Santa gets out of the tree. Uh, the family that lives there is coming to kill him. <laughs> and why are we even talking about this? Oh, because the whole point is is that he gets out of there, and the only stop he has left is Lupita before he goes back but to the But he still space. has a sack full of toys. So why did he, yeah, what was the cat toy for? <laughs> He, he was doing a, a full Sinbad thing, throwing things out of his bag. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Should have told the dog he had a bomb. <laughs> um, this is a homemade explosive device. Oh, man. All right, so we're done with Lupita. Let's, Let's talk uh, about the rich kid the who's rich gone boy. too far. <laughs> this boy is always being abandoned by his parents. I don't know if I'm reading too so much into this, but I think that woman is maybe... Maybe his stepmom? You are reading too much. Really? Because she seems a lot younger than his dad, and they're going out every single night. I think it feels like she's like a, like, she's new. No. I don't think so. No? Nope. Okay. Well, they leave him alone every night to go party, and she tells him, and I quote, if you get bored, you can go downstairs and practice piano. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so we see him staring at the window, and he just wants his parents to pay attention to him. In the window of the toy store. Yeah. Then his parents go out and they leave him home. Then he falls asleep. He doesn't even have like a butler watching him or anything. He seems like he's completely home alone. He is home alone. Ah! If you will. And so Santa uses one of his machines to spy on the kid's dreams. <laughs> yeah. And he's dreaming that there's two coffin-sized boxes <laughs> next to the Christmas tree. And he walks alone to these trees in his dimly lit living room. Yeah. And opens them, and there's a spotlight on the face of his parents standing their upright morbid corpses. in their boxes. <laughs> and they, like, They don't have their out. arms crossed over their chest, but, but in, my well. <laughs> in my memory they do, though. <laughs> yeah, it was terrifying. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, see, the gift he wants most is for his parents to stop going out drinking every single night. Um, and so that's when uh, when Pedro is like, his, don't his parents love him, though? And Santa says, maybe they do and maybe they don't. But soon we may find out the truth. Because mm. Santa's going to take a brief detour from delivering presents over the entire world. Mm -hmm. uh, because he spends the most time in Mexico, of course. Yeah. Uh, he begins the night there, ends the night there, and he disguises himself as a cocktail waiter at the place where this, these kids' parents are dining out for the night, and he gives them the cocktail of... Remembrance. Oh, thank that you, sounds Shane. like something Bill Cosby would give somebody. <laughs> I oh, love wow. that I forgot what that's called. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a rememberal. I can't remember what I've forgotten. <laughs> Wait for Shanley. 
You're going to wait for another mouthful of snacks is what you're doing. <laughs> you can't fool me. With an emphasis on wait. Ladies and gentlemen, Shanley's brought baby Sean in. Woo! She had a, a cocktail of remembrance. <laughs> yes, so, I remembered I had so a child. I do have a son. <laughs> Ow. So, the boy's mom sees Santa disguised as a waiter. And she's like, there's something very familiar about that man. And the, the dad says... This is from when I was a child, I think. <laughs> he straight up says, if he had a white beard when you were a child... Well, he'd be dead and buried by now. <laughs> Not exactly putting it delicately. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're old as shit. That's what he's saying to his wife. Love it. That's how yeah. he's like, anyone who was old when you were a kid is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and they That's so messed up, dude. They drink this smoking cocktail. Would you drink that? Yes. Like, oh, okay. Yep. Shanley for sure would. I am not picky with food or drink. I, I will. Yes, I will have some of that. He says, like, Can when you drink this cocktail, bottle? you'll remember the people that you love. And they say something along the lines of, like, what if the person who drinks it doesn't love anybody? And he, Santa says, those without love cannot drink the cocktail as it will burn in their throats. I love how in this movie they go so quick to brutality. In this movie, it goes it goes from like gently hanging out with kids to quickly to brutality, and I yeah. love that about. Well, that this. is the Mexicans' way. <laughs> That's what, is that why I love it? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so so this ties into he goes to the parents after he drops off presents with the little boy, even like a ball and stuff. Yeah. He, well, he goes into his living room, and he says, "You know what? I'm going to give this kid something special. I'm going to use." The powder of dreaming while awakening. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he blows this powder on the little boy, and the kid wakes up but still thinks that he's dreaming, but is awake. And Santa's, Santa's there, and the kid falls on bended knee and grabs the ankles of Santa Claus and says, Santa Claus, you love me, don't you? Say, Say you that love you me, love Santa. Me. He's so starved for it. And, so and then Santa says... Of course I love you, Sonny, just as much as your parents, because no one loves a child as much as his parents, mm. which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you just said you loved him as much as his parents, <laughs> immediately following it with no one loves you as much as your parents. <laughs> and also, he still doesn't know if this kid's parents love him. Yeah, he said himself, maybe they don't. Yeah, he says, we'll find out later. Your parents are They'll out podcasting every night. or they love him. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> In which case, I got another helper coming to my workshop. Ah. Dink, where are you going? He looks like he's up to now. He okay. just gave it like an over-the-shoulder. Yeah. And then tried to disappear into the bedroom. You don't have the flower to disappear. He would love the flower to disappear. <laughs> Dink would be so up to shit. Um, but yeah, so so that was creepy as hell. I didn't care for that scene at all. Um, I did not like the way this kid said, Santa, say you love me. That was weird and creepy. I didn't like him groveling. This kid needs to learn some self-respect. Yeah. I think that the rich are too prideful to do kinds of stuff like this. 
but not the virtuous rich, like this boy. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so luckily, his parents love him, and they remember it after their smoking beverages. <laughs> and they come home, and they're like, "Dude, we totally." <laughs> Oh totally my gosh, you. You, have a, you have a string of drool that came from your face to your wrist. Gross. You settled on your shirt. <laughs> Rub it in. <laughs> we totally love you. That's the end of his story. Yeah, his, I don't his, give his, a shit about this kid. <laughs> I like him. He's, He's fine. Like, I like him better than Lupita. What? Yeah. Why doesn't he have a name? I thought I was just being a jerk, like forgetting his name. No, I don't think he has one. He's just the rich boy and the bad kids and Lupita slash Um, poor girl. I don't like the bad kids. Santa calls them the naughty boys, and I like that. That should be our street gang name. (laughs) Santa says the naughty boys are not important. They will get punished in due course. Yeah, which is harsh. They're like five, and the devil's making them be bad. And all they did was throw a rock at a Santa Claus decoration. Well, they also, like, they were pretty evil. They were pl- uh, They plotting. were, like, laying in wait on the roof to, uh, like, kill Santa, I think. No, so actually, <laughs> they plot to rob Santa, steal the toys, and make him their slave. Getting revenge? They're the Robin Hoods of the story, dude. Yeah. That's what he's done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Turn the tables. Then they become the new Santa. Yeah. That's the way like, this works. Sing a song from your country, slave. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's so oh, funny. Gosh, what a tragic story. They the just get cold in shoes. Christmas. That's a movie. We should all Google that. Naughty Boys, Naughty Boys Christmas. Christmas. And then oh. put a number at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so they're like, <laughs> they're like pitches cronies, and he has them do all sorts of stuff. Like They're oh. essentially like when, um, is it Henry Bowers is yeah. the servant of It? Yeah. They're like that. Yeah. The devil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty brutal. Yeah, and, and then yeah, it's pitch has them turn on each other and like kick each other in the bottom and stuff like that. <laughs> Classic. I I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about about the naughty boys with a bad habit, bad habit for drugs? I think it's kind of whack that. So the naughty boys tie mm-hmm. into the core. Of the intention of the movie, I guess, which is like this movie is called Santa Claus versus, versus the, devil. the Devil. Yeah, and it seems like the the two people who are that's relevant for is Lupita, who is a good girl, but uh-huh. is being tempted by greed. And by feeling, like, overlooked and unloved and whatever. Yeah. Um, It's her, like, the devil's trying to, like, pull her into that feeling. And then on the other side, it's the boys that I... I don't know if they're already prone to bad behavior, but, like, these three boys who the devil seems to already just have a hold of. Yeah. Um, 
And I would expect that, like, Santa Claus being a servant of good would be trying to, like, sway them back to being good. But he's just, like... Yeah, they'll get punished eventually. He, punished, he doesn't yeah. give a shit about them. They're done. Yeah. Like they're dead to him. Santa is a cruel and unforgiving master. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we went different ways there, I think. Yeah, well. Well, by master, did you mean lover? <laughs> uh, the way I do it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, do you guys have a problem with that? Do you? I mean, I know, it, like. In general, I wouldn't because I don't think Santa's role. Ambulance. Whoa, Black Betty. You know that song, Shanley? No. You don't know that song. Whoa, Black Betty. Ambulance. I don't know it. Sing it, Jimmy. Whoa, Black Betty and Ambulance. Whoa, Black Betty and Ambulance. Black Betty and Ambulance. Moan ain't gone by. Ambulance. Sorry, what was that last lyric? Moan ain't gone by. <laughs> that does ring a bell. <laughs> it's a good song. So, um, I don't think that Santa's role, in my understanding, has ever been to influence people in one way or the other. Okay. Santa accepts the world as it is and responds accordingly. Just responds to what you the inputs you provide him. Wow. But in this world Santa is active. Like he's he's steering people into good or relinquishing control and letting them be evil and sometimes steering them back to his shop. To represent their country in some sort in of some twisted sort of competition of yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. That's it. So, <laughs> I'm tell you what, I'm about to send this kid off to Santa and have him start learning, but quick. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was pretty messed up. He he doesn't really punish them though. He, well, gives he punishes them, them by letting them go to the devil. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. he's fighting for Lupita, and he just says uh, they're lost. Hmm. Yeah, he doesn't even try. Yeah, it's tough titties. <laughs> it's also what they called me in high school. Yeah, <laughs> Shanley, what do you think? What do I think about what? I don't know. The Naughty Boys. The movie. Anything. Whatever you want. Global politics. Yeah. Um. So there's like. A little bit of Tom and Jerry hijinks between Santa and Old Pitch, mm-hmm. where like um, dirty Old Pitch, Santa goes down a chimney and then Old Pitch moves it so that he can't get out. It was kind oh, of yeah, the, yeah. He moves the chimney aside so that way when Santa goes into it, he just hits roof, I guess. <laughs> or Santa's trying to go down a chimney and Old Pitch starts a fire. Um, and then he burnt, like makes the front door handle, like burns it so it's all hot to touch. He home alone him. He did. So I feel like there's a lot of <laughs> those little. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have a little Speaking bit of the, that back and forth. Share. 
But I feel like I was expecting a real fight. I wanted a fist fight. Yeah, it had me wondering, is Santa Claus going to have to slap a pitch? <laughs> yeah, well, you went there. <laughs> yes. And I wish he would. Yeah. I wish Santa would. <laughs> yeah. um. I don't think Santa can take him. Dude, well, so in this movie, it's not even close. Like, with the limitations that Santa has on him, he won't ride a Sputnik, so he has these stupid reindeer that dissolve in the sunlight. Um, <laughs> he can't do anything without his the flower to disappear. Yeah. <laughs> and his he got, they cut off his sack... Uh, that has this I missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, that the, naughty the boys devil and that? the naughty boys no, are on the roof, it's all p- and they cut page. off his sack um, with uh, with the uh, powders. In yeah, it. they used to do that for choir boys uh-huh. back in the day. So you get the high pitch. <laughs> um, pitch. Hey, coincidence. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, do you think that pitch would have been in trouble at all? If there was a dog barking at him in a tree, he would have killed that dog. He would have killed the dog and done more to it. I think he would have convinced the dog. Like Jedi mind tricked him to be well, like, he's yeah, the one who sent elsewhere. the dog, so I think he can mm-hmm. influence dogs. And old ladies that uh, want to wake up their husband to go shoot Santa. Where's the pistol? It's where you left it in this drawer. This mm-hmm. drawer, that drawer, that drawer, this drawer, that drawer, the pistol drawer. I'm the drawer die where you of left pneumonia. It. Why don't you go do it? Yeah. Uh, also, Santa needs the flower to disappear. Pitch can just disappear. Pitch can do Pitch whatever he wants. Disappearing left and right. And Santa's the head honcho up in uh, the Crystal Palace. The Pitch is just one of many little imps. Dancing around. Yes. But Santa's the head honcho in the palace, but he's not God. You don't know that, dude. <laughs> the lore in this is so crazy. Yeah, true. There's no way to know that. But there is there is some talk of baby J- Jesus who may or may not want a doll. So maybe that's why Santa can't take him. Well, we don't know what time period this movie is set in. Maybe this is before baby Jesus was born. Why are they looking back on his his memory then? Who? Baby Jesus' memory of birth. They start off at the nativity scene. And Santa Lu- knows the future. Lupita's mom oh, says true. Christmas is when we celebrate baby Jesus' birth, who is even poorer than us. Well, maybe that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Every month we celebrate Christmas. Or we look baby back. Jesus is two months old at this point. So where were we on that? Um, Santa's not God. Well, you, you said that. I'm not sure. Hmm. We hmm. don't know what the creator of this intended. God doesn't live on Earth. Now, when you say creator, <laughs> I mean Santa. <laughs> um, there's a lot going on here, man. I don't know if we can d- dive into it. But Merlin. Merlin. <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? Merlin. I can't do it. I don't have it. I don't, it's a Mexican thing. <laughs> yeah, it must be. <laughs> 
if it if it came down to fisticuffs, Pitch would would definitely be able to take Santa. I think so. I mean, no, I don't agree with that. If they just squared up, if they were just like, dude, put your fucking dukes up and just <laughs> stood face to face, toe to toe, and just threw them, I think that old man Mexican Santa's got some hammers, dude. Is he Mexican? He this guy looks, looks pretty white. Mexican to me. Really? I thought he looked Mexican. Yeah, uh, I think he looks Mexican. You know what's funny is I don't think they had stunt doubles in this movie, so they just have this large old man climbing up and down a rope ladder. <laughs> this is just oh, an accident dude. waiting to happen. <laughs> he is Mexican as shit. His name is Jose Elias Moreno. Wow. Jose? Oh, now I understand. Um... Elias Moreno. Oh my god, he was about to die when they made this. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you know, uh, Mr. Moreno, go ahead and uh, climb up that rope ladder. Wow, when you go to his Wikipedia page, the picture is from this movie. <laughs> yes. Well, that's why he was cast, because that's what he looks like in real life. <laughs> Boy, do we have a part for you, <laughs> Mr. Moreno. You really just wear that red and white suit all the time? That's perfect. He's got a very cowardly lion vibe about him. You see okay. that? Fie! Look at the king! Okay. Of the forest! Yeah? I, I can kind of see it. So I imagine Jose Luis, or Jose Elias Moreno is still with us today, correct? Are you still with us? Yeah, I imagine he's still alive, right? No, I told you he was about to die. <laughs> I know, Back but in he's, he's still fighting, right? <laughs> if he was dead when you were a little girl... <laughs> he's dead, buried, festering, and worms meat by now. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so... he, uh, I think that he could beat Old Pitch in a fight, but with their powers, he has none... He has zero magical powers, except for getting hit in the head by rocks whenever children throw rocks at <laughs> toys Which is more of a him. weakness than anything. <laughs> and other than that, he just relies on... it's an excessive he, vulnerability. Without the key master and his technology and Merlin, he can't do anything. Without the children slaves, he couldn't even make all the toys. That's true. He's nothing without his team. He's, he's the least powerful Santa I can think of. What if he... Uh, puts his key that opens everything on pitches like torso and then disembowels him. Open Would that up. work? If you open up, bitch, and then <laughs> hit him with the key. <laughs> That's what I said. Is that what you said? No. <laughs> Are we, is there anything else to talk about here? Well, what I want to talk about about their powers is in a global pandemic world the fact that both of them manifest their powers by blowing on people and objects really affected me it was like a child sleeping and either pitch Shanley. or sandy come and just blow on them did that bother you guys at all no really it's a movie man but and it's mexico it... there's no rules down there <laughs> jeez is it on uh I can laugh at this because I'm Mexican. Let me preface that. In, in Brothers Bloom, when he says, Mexico is, and I don't like to simplistically vilify an entire nation, but Mexico's a horrible place. In what? In Brothers Bloom. Really? Yeah, it's really good. 
The baby. This good? Is this coming in? Yeah. <laughs> Katunga. <laughs> it's Merlin's galloping. <laughs> Did that bother you at all, Shanley? The uh, excessive blowing on people and things? Not particularly. Um, I feel like for a while, I was, like, weirded out by, like, um, reality of we go everywhere with masks on and then watching TV and people aren't wearing masks and that, like, little, like, half second yeah. of, oh, my God, put your mask on, and then realizing, like, oh, yeah, this is not Different times. Yeah. recently, or even if it is whatever, mm. they figured it out. Um, But this one didn't, huh? No. I feel like that... That reaction really happened. You know, that's all so 2020. And I I'm haven't certainly had that. I'm still living in 2020. I, uh, I don't think I've, I've had that reaction watching things, except for like, I, I saw a concert or something. It was like, maybe it was EDC. And just seeing the crowd, just like freak out. Like, oh, that's too many people. That's way too many people. The death, the consumption. Yeah. Awful. Um, I think we could probably at this point just go into uh, pop popping corn. Go into popcorn for popping. Lights are turned way down low. That's from Let It Snow, right? Which is technically not a Christmas song. Whatever. Baby. Any popping corns, Shanley? Um, I really liked when Santa used the powder on the kids. To make them fall asleep, that they fall asleep like your kids do, where they just like <laughs> intertangled with one another. Yeah, they just collapsed. It's kind of like uh, Andy's coming. The toys yeah, just, and all like, the toys fall. fall over. Yeah, I don't understand what your kids were doing to how they like ended up in that position, but they just they look like someone just like hit a switch and then they're down. Yeah, like somebody dropped them into a bucket and that's how they landed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how my children sleep. It's great. If like, only we had that. Powder. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, when they're kids, they wake up and they are about to see Santa, and so he blows um, the dust of dreams or Dude, whatever it is. All of his shit is super rapey, right? Like, I'm not saying oh. that that was his intentions, but like all of his tools are like the rapist's toolkit. Wow. A key that can get you anywhere. It's the key that can open any door. It's the flower that makes you invisible and then also visible, but invisible. It's the powder that make you dream, but be awake, but think you're dreaming. Like, all of his shit yeah. is super sus. It really <laughs> is like the Deathly Hollows for his, a rapist. Here's some <laughs> drinks you the didn't... The Hollows. Here's some drinks you didn't order that'll make you think you love people. <laughs> Like all of it, super My sus. My mind is blown. Yeah, it's crazy sus. Whoa. Santa is the villain of this movie. Yeah, I did not feel safe around that Santa. Plus, a human ear in a dish. <laughs> those are uh, those aren't just representations. Those are actual severed body parts. A leather daddy in his dungeon. He <laughs> man. Yeah. I'm more weirded out about his like lip. Contraction. Yeah. Yeah. The teletalker. Yeah, I didn't like that. Don't know what else he uses that for. <laughs> Shanley, I have in my notes here 
too bad that doll is definitely going to murder Lupita. Did you feel the same way? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the doll that she gets at the end of the movie? Dude, I oh, would not goodness. want it anymore after that nightmare. <laughs> that was like, terrifying. That'd be funny if when he leaves it, because he doesn't bring it into her house, he leaves it on her patio. What if she opened the drapes and saw it standing there and just started screaming bloody murder? <laughs> and went insane. <sighs> Old Lupita's insane now. Yeah, but at least she has Dude. her independence. I want Lupita versus Santa in the next one. Wow. And she's, like, sworn to get revenge for him forcing that doll on her now that <laughs> she's overcome. But I want her to be, like, a righteous hero. Wow. Like, she's, like, Ronan the Accuser or um, even Thanos. She's, like, Thanosing Santa. She's, like, you're too powerful and you're destroying us and we have to get rid of you. Oh, she's, she's Baron Mordo. Sure, yeah, that's even better. The problem She's with Ultron. the universe is too many Santas. Wow. <clears throat> at the end of the movie, when she's holding that doll, does the doll's head not turn and look up at her? <laughs> because I'm pretty oh, sure it does. I don't know. It doesn't, but I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, in, in my mind, I, I see it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm honestly going to have that nightmare that she has. Dude. Did we we creepy dolls have come up before on this podcast because we started talking about the the ladies on Space Mountain with the creepy dolls? Why did that come up? Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> <laughs> it was during the All Hollows Wheel. Maybe maybe somebody had nominated. Was there a something in play. your crappy movie um, in the scary stories to tell in the dark? No, no I resent what you call it a crappy movie. It was a crappy movie. You're a crappy movie. Um, Just a person. Well, in any case, this doll was very scary. Not only was it a creepy doll, as all porcelain dolls are, but this one was, like, roughly the same size. Was it a wooden doll? I think it's, like, canvas. Oh. I think it's canvas and horse hair. (laughs) (laughs) And tanned human flesh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the flesh of the children that didn't make toys oh, fast no. enough in the palace. That's what he means when he says you won't have your fun. Yeah, your fun is staying alive. <laughs> <laughs> Not being turned into a doll. Oh my god. Uh, your fun is making toys for the other kids that are still in your village. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if in each of the toys is like a solemn warning to the other children. Or like a cry for help. <laughs> I'm still alive. Tell my mother and father. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's so messed up. <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> any other popcorns aside from that horrifying reality? I like how that whole family is armed when they come down the stairs. There's a lot yeah, of weaponry in this that's movie. That's pretty good. This has the most, like, guns of in a Christmas movie that I've ever seen. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I did like a few nerdy kind of things. Like, I, I did feel like the... I'm surprised neither one of you felt they got any Disney vibes from this. Because it really did 
Disney. Oh wait, no, I got them. Me, okay. It Disneyed me. Um, and then also it was reminding me of is it the Aviator, where like it's shot and it looks like different eras as you're yeah. going through time. Because mm-hmm. there's the part where it's all in like cyan and red mm-hmm. in the movie. And right. that's what, like, this looked like. I don't know if you noticed, but almost everything was colored either, like, that, like, light blue cyan color. Yeah. Or it was, like, red to, like, a salmon-y orange. Yeah. But, like, those were the only two colors in the whole movie. It was, like, a shade of red or, like, a lighter shade of blue. And that's it. Like, that's the whole... Yeah. It was pretty interesting. I was like, huh. Like, I wonder when this was colorized. Probably right away. You think so? Yeah. The, speaking of Disney being... I was Disneyed when he says, A dream is a wish your heart makes. Yes. Is that something that people say? I, I only knew that from... Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. This, uh, this came out the same year as Sleeping Beauty. No, it didn't. That's what I my look up. Said. Sleeping Beauty was hell long ago. You're tripping. Really? Oh wait, never mind. I'm thinking of Snow White. I'm glad that you went into that with a lot of humility and gentleness. Then. So is that something that people say? Do you know, Shanley? I don't know. Um, I know there's that song. So I wonder if the song came out first, or if it, I don't know. Hmm. But that got me Disneyed. Looking through my notes. The song's from 2015. <laughs> oh! It's by Lily James. Gotcha. I found one more quote that I didn't bring up. Is this your favorite quote that you've been saving for the end? I don't do that. I swear I don't Are do you that. doing it right now? Well, I found it in here. Is it your favorite quote? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> you do it every week. Do you guys have You do it every week, quotes? but you never do it. I have... Maybe one quote. They've got me in a tree, Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is good. We rewound that a few times. <laughs> They've got me in a tree, Merlin. Yep. I'm going to say that anytime I climb a tree now. <laughs> and shout it into the heavens. Jimmy, you got any? Nope. I bear in mind. I have a favorite, but it's not a new one. Okay, let me hear it. My favorite is still. I'm going to try to do it in the tone that it was originally said. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you must be evil if you want the doll. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. You're going to do multiple roles in our reenactment. I know. I'm going to be everybody. It's just going to be you as Santa, Shanley as Merlin, and then me as everyone else. <laughs> Lupita slash poor girl slash doll slash <laughs> on and on and on. Uh, Baron, I've got a quote here. Bear in mind, I may have taken it down incorrectly because so much of this audio is unintelligible. But if I understand correctly, this was the command or just like the jeering that Pitch gave to the dog Dante. He says, bite him. It's Dante. Don't use his stupid (laughs) pronunciation. Well, he says, bite him. Piss him off. (laughs) Did you guys hear that? No. Or am I hearing things? 
I have terrible hearing as it is, so that's why I put captions on everything or subtitles on everything. And I was getting really frustrated that we didn't have that option. Well, yeah, there. So I also have these two lines that I'm not. At the end, Lupita could have either said, "Look, mommy, it's indeed a pretty doll," or she could have said, "Look, mommy, isn't she a pretty dolly?" And I'm not sure which is which. So there was a lot of that in the movie. But I'm pretty sure uh, Pitch said, bite him, piss him off. And maybe we should go back to the tape afterwards. All right. Let's rank it then. All right. Did anybody already do their rankings? Because I'm definitely going to do it right now. <laughs> I have mine. But because it's my spin. Oh, my God. Sean. Nope. You know what? I want to go first. All right. So we have watched 32 movies this year. Yeah. I have ranked Santa Claus versus the Devil at number 30. Wow. I would rather watch... Our number 29 is... Leprechaun... Or, sorry. Leprechaun 4 in Spaforce. Right. And 31 is Highlander 2, The Quickening. Very good. I will watch this again during the holiday season, but, like, throughout the regular year, No. I think this one would be funny to have on, like, while you we're cooking for Christmas or something. Yeah. To just kind of pop in and out. Yeah. It's on in the background. Like, this isn't something I'd put on and want to sit, sit and give and my undivided attention. But just to have on in the background as I'm doing stuff. Grabbing presents and cooking and whatever. Sure. Heck yeah. Okay. Can you run by uh, uh, just ranking the Christmas movies that we did then? Oh, yeah. But wait. No. You want to do that afterwards? I, no, 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 do it, but but do it as, like, I think, I think you should do it as not your rankings, like, in the order they are in your main rankings, but specifically for holiday time. Okay. Like, right. It's next Christmas, what is the likelihood of you watching all three of them? Right. Honestly, very likely. I think <laughs> the night before... Has become like a, I will watch this every year. I kind of want to watch that tonight. The jing jing, because it's the night before. Oh my gosh. The night before, definitely. I'll watch all these movies. Jingle all the way. I'll watch that during Christmas. Um, And I think I would watch both of those and give them my undivided attention. Okay. But I feel like, honestly, with all movies that you kind of watch once a year they start becoming something that you don't need to pay super attention to. Just yeah. throw it on and as your attention kind of comes and goes, you'll, you'll stop what you're doing to, you know, watch it or kind of do things in the background. Right. But, yeah, I would totally watch all of these every year. Wow. Is there no E in Claus? No, no. O- only in the Santa Claus. What the fudge? I've been spelling that wrong for like 25 years. Yeah. Me too. That's hella funny. Um, okay. 32 movies. Santa Claus versus the Devil is 31. Nice. Right after Leprechaun 4 in Spaforce. Yay. Sorry. Leprechaun 4 in Spaforce. Right. And uh, right above Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wow. Okay. And for the holiday season. I would say the night before is definitely number one. 
Jingle All the Way is definitely number two. Santa Claus versus the Devil, definitely number three. Right. It's just not going to change. It's That's the hierarchy no matter what. Yeah. Do you think you are going to watch this next year? Because Shanley seems like she's going to. I might not. <laughs> uh, there's a very good chance I won't. And if I do, it'll be like, hey, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be wrapping presents. I'm going to be cooking. Um, some. If I have a way to be not paying attention, then yeah, all right, put it on, you know? Yeah. But if I'm like, hey, all right, like, we we're done with the day. There's nothing else going on. Let's sit down. What Christmas movie do you want to put on? And she's like, well, we already watched The Grinch and The Night Before and everything else. Let's go ahead and put on Santa Claus versus the Devil. Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> if I have to, if I, if there's nothing to distract me, no way. Yeah. I wouldn't, I will not stand for it. You hear me? <laughs> you will not stand for it. I will not it. stand for this. All right, Matt. How about you? Uh, yeah. Funnily enough, we all ranked it about the exact same place. So, Shanley, yours was 30. Yep. Yours was 31. Mine's at 30 as well. It's beneath Highlander 2, The Quickening, and just above Leprechaun's Forns Force. What's 32. Kickboxer retaliation. Weird. So, th- 29, 30, and 31 for you and I are the same three movies, the but shuffle. just not in the same order. Yeah. That's crazy. Roughly the How about same. You? Um, I have 32, no dessert, Dad. Sorry. But what's what's 29, 30, and 31? I'm wondering if Let's it's the same three. Leprechaun for and <laughs> Yes. It's 29. 30, Santa Claus vs. the Devil. 31, Highlander 2. The it's the same it's three! The same. <laughs> we have the same three, but we have a... Di- and you have 32 as Charlie and Chocolate Factory? No. No, no dessert. No dessert we all have different 32s. That's a weird coincidence. Uh, each of us have one of... Uh, like a different one of ours is 32. So I have Shanley's picked... choice in my 32. You have your choice in uh-huh. 32. Shanley has my choice in 32. <laughs> That's crazy. I wonder how many random like coincidences we could find by analyzing our rankings. Right. Maybe that's something we can do for the for end next of the year episode. episode yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, and it, um, for me, yeah, it's definitely the night before. I'm going to be doing that every year. Uh, Jingle all the way. I do that every year as it is accessible. And now that it's on Disney Plus, I'll watch that every year. Uh-huh. It has a special place in in my Corazon. Uh, this, I hope... Star Wars. What? Not Co- my Corazon. Oh, okay. My Corazon. Claro. <laughs> uh, I hope to never see this movie ever again. Uh, it's not something that I would want to throw on for fun, for laughs, or anything. Like maybe well, that's I will. Because you hate Mexicans, right? <laughs> no, that's not. Once you found out that Santa was Mexican, you're like, well, I'm never I'm watching this again. There's Mexican just Santa. This is bullshit. There's so much about this movie that I find like super irritating. Like the score of this movie is maybe three minutes long, and they just keep cycling through it. It's like every few minutes, it's like jingle bells. It's like dun 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 dun, and then it goes to 
Bum, 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 When they show pitch, uh-huh. and it just does that over and over again. Santa's voice is obnoxious. There's barely any dialogue in this movie. It's mostly just the narrator <laughs> responding to things on screen. Yeah. Like, oh dear, there's a wall there. And somebody dropped something. And it's, I can't stand it. I, I hope to never see this again. I may, I may tell people about this movie and even go to parts and say, look how ridiculous this is. But I, I wouldn't even really want this on TV while I'm making food. Because it would give me like nervous tics. Like while I'm cooking, it would throw me off my cooking game. So that, I'm hoping that this one do, doesn't come back into my life. I want to talk about wrapping up the the holiday wheel season a little bit. The holiday cheermeister, spinmeister. Yeah, uh-huh. I want to be the holiday spinmeister. So one thing I wanted to talk about, uh, we have three different movies, and we have multiple representations of Santa Claus betwixt them. Oh, yeah. We sure do. We have a crap ton. We have tons of them. <laughs> Who are your favorite Santas between these? Who is, like, your number one Santa? I know that there's a lot to choose from. It's difficult. But do we have a favorite Santa? I think we are probably all have the same one all across the board, I think. I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, who, want, who wants to come out and see? theirs first I mean I think yours is predictable so go for it Tracy Morgan uh huh he's the best Tracy Jordan (laughs) he's very good I do like him I mean he he came out the strongest with what was it the day before Christmas 2001 2001. when a boy when a young man named Ethan became became an an orphan orphan. (laughs) (laughs) he's Um, Michael Shannon's dad this is. is a great time for me to bring up what's been bothering me. I didn't highlight in that uh, episode that Michael Shannon and Anthony Mackie were both prominent characters in 8 Mile. Wow, that's very important. I'm glad I brought that up. He was great. Michael Shannon was Greg Buell, and Anthony Mackie being Papa Doc. And Tom Hanks was in that too, right? In 8 Mile? He was the guard. Oh, yes. Yeah, with Michael Clark Duncan and everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eminem's rapping at Michael Clark Duncan. It's good. All right. Um, so, so Matt's is Tracy Morgan. Shanley. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tracy Morgan. Really, you do not like Mexican Santa. I do like Mexican Santa, but Tracy Morgan's a really good Santa. Yeah, he's very good. I'll give you that. My favorite is the mall Santa from Jingle All the Way. Jim Belushi. He's really good. I like that guy. He's fun. I like that he says, uh, what are you, uh... Question King? The Question King? <laughs> yeah, that's that's fun. I like a sassy Santa. Mm, yeah, that's good. Um, I thought he was really good. I enjoyed that. Then does that make Tracy Morgan your runner-up? Your second one? Yeah. I thought huh. you might have gone for, uh... Um, what's his name? He's in the league. Oh, hell yeah. 
Jason Manzoukas. Yes. Oh, he's technically a Santa. Yeah, I thought that would have been your favorite Santa. That's a really good one. No, he's not that funny in this. I do like that he's drunkenly saying, like, should I just take a dump in my suit? <laughs> and, like, laughing at that. What that does he say, I mold the, this nation's youth? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That part didn't do as much for me as just him being drunk in the gutter or whatever. <laughs> I don't know Gutter what you call Santa. those. Those, like, things in like some cities yeah. where there's, like, yeah. entryways that are below the sidewalk. It's outside of McLaren's pub. Yeah. Yep. In, in Highway mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's a good one, Shanley. It was very good. Okay. Oh, you go. I think my second is the giant, Paul the Giant White. I'm going to deck your halls, bub. I hey, like that. You would like a big, strong, hairy man. Because I'm one. You are not hairy. <laughs> but I am a man. I am an anchor man. Shanley, you're number two? Yeah, I'll go with uh, Mexican Santa. Really? Nice. Good for you. Represent. Um, who's your guys' favorite villain from the movies? Becca Grinch. Probably. Shanley? I'm going to say Sinbad. Sinbad? Yep. Yeah, that's his character's name, as we, as we all know. Come on, we know. Uh, and Simbad, as Simbad. I'm going to say Ted. Oh, oh he's yeah. good. Nestled safely under our tree. <laughs> so You've been saying that a lot. I, I say that every year whenever I put something under the tree. I feel he's, like that was your primary objective for wrapping these presents not you know to give your kids gifts or anything so they have context to say that yes <laughs> uh, today actually when I was getting your guys' stocking stuffers because again we're recording this on Christmas Eve I, I said to myself in the car wow nothing like waiting till the last minute Howard sir <laughs> he's the best he's a good villain yeah he's fun or maybe maybe Mexican Santa. Oh, uh, dude, <laughs> he's a good villain. You Very know who true. I think was actually the best Santa from the Weekly Watch Wheel season. No, it's me in the theme song. Oh, ah. dude, that's not you. That's that's Santa. Nah, that's it was me. Santa. It was me the whole time. Santa called me and said, uh, "Can you be my helper?" He wanted me to stand in for him because he he's came down with some Rona. Did he? Yeah, but he's fine. He's vaccinated. He's okay. quadruple vaccinated. Really? That was yeah. probably what did it. Did it's him all in. Johnson and Johnson though? So I don't know. <laughs> he's not very. That's eight Johnsons. It. Yeah, Santa loves them Johnsons. <laughs> oh, anything else? this holiday season I think that's it guys yep well normally at this time of the episode we would spin the wheel but we are not going to be doing that at this time because we're going to be soon enough taking a break as we go into the new year but we were talking about doing a tie up episode we're not entirely sure what that's going to look like but uh, between now and next week we are all going to kind of compare our rankings spitball some ideas maybe bring up some personal highlights uh, for this last year's podcast and uh, that will be coming up next week so it won't be a traditional weekly watch wheel week 
and then we'll get launched back up in February. Um, but no, no spin tonight. So, I guess we just need to say Merry Christmas, one and all. Happy Hanukkah. Jimmy, do you want to do the Kwanzaa? Is that happy Kwanzaa? Some jolly Kwanzaa. Dude, no one really celebrates Kwanzaa. Like, <laughs> I'm sure there's people maybe in like Atlanta or something. Tight. There's places in the country where it's probably more common. Mm. But like, I've never met a single person besides me who has celebrated Kwanzaa. When did, and when did you last celebrate Kwanzaa? I tried to celebrate Kwanzaa in middle school. When I was going through my Rastafarian <laughs> phase, and my did you know entire... that that was the the vibe you were giving off? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and my entire family was like, uh, "No, dude, like this is stupid. <laughs> we're not. We don't do that." Well, happy holidays to everybody from all of us here at the Weekly Watch Wheel, and uh, we love you every single day. In every single way. Mm. I guess I guess that's it. And I just want to finish up this episode by saying, whatever happened to peace? We'll spin you later. You and think- to all, a good night. No, say like a hundo. Well, that's all I got. Come on, you do something. No. Do it. Don't be so... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I stubbornly didn't want to accept Jimmy's suggestion, but uh, Sean's being difficult, and I'm not gonna come up with something. So we'll see you guys real soon. (laughs) And the name of our holiday show was finally decided as. Thanks for listening in to the Weekly Watch Wheel. If you had as much fun as they did, be sure to subscribe, tell a friend about us, and maybe even leave us a review. Hit us up on Twitter at WKLYWatchWheel or via email at WeeklyWatchWheel at gmail.com. Bye! It's the Weekly Watch Wheel.